people trust the evil. You know, you have to have integrity. You have to be a a a strong, important, and no, not necessarily important. I don't think it's the right word. You have to have values and morals as a what? deliverer as a- of evil. If if you don't value the the content that you're shitting in the people's ears, and, and you're not doing the best job you can to give an accurate representation of it, and while also mixing in your own personal views and opinions on the matter, what are you even doing? Is it even worth it? Mel, is it even worth it? Hello? Is there somebody there? It's the Deliver Us Some Evil Podcast, motherfucker. No, 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 And they did not hear the squeaky chair. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> <Wait. laughs> I still gotta adjust the myself. Click of the timer. The, the click of the timer. <laughs> or me, like, breathing into the mic. Or just uh, me adjusting myself. Because I and didn't like, do this pre-show sudden, ritual that well, I normally do. Like, all of a sudden, I get really self-conscious <laughs> about just, like, swallowing. I'm like, oh, God, now I have saliva. Oh, yeah, no. Like, like, like when I swallow, like, I, I'm pretty sure that, like, the viewers can hear me swallowing and into course, the mic. And, of course, I'm sitting here and I could mute our mics. I didn't have to mute our mics during the intro. But do I do that? No. <laughs> no. And I don't know if I, I just adjusted my mic. I don't know if that got picked up or not. I'm so sure it did. If it did, I apologize. Welcome to Deliver Us Some Evil. I am no apologies, Elijah Mother fucking new and today i'm joined by the lovely voluptuous mel november mel once you get your tits out <laughs> hi there get your fucking tits out mel because this is a show this episode it's gonna have zero titties and we need tits. zero titties uh, eyes up here boys eyes up here <laughs> but yes this, this 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 is the we're talking about a gentleman who is the definition of gets no pussy <laughs> legally oh. but that's, that's a spoiler Get Mr. Gets uh, No Pussy. One of Pussy. Eli's favorite people. Yes, Mr. Gets No Pussy, Mr. Teflon Tard. We're talking <laughs> about the amazing Chris Chan. Christian Weston Chandler. The man who got his name from Jesus Bear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we're going to be doing uh, the second saga, which is. Yes. It's a weird saga because it's an ongoing saga. It's all weird. It's all weird. It's all weird. But this is an ongoing, lifelong saga of Chris's. It's called the you know, Love Quest. Love. It sounds like a really shitty TV show. It does, not it? I think there might have been yeah. multiple TV shows with yes, that name. Yes, uh, And yes. they were all shitty. And I don't know, what was the one that was like the love game or whatever that had uh, had uh, the serial killer on it? Was uh, it the date? Like the, the, dating, the dating game? game yeah, that yeah, that, yeah, they had well, ser- Are we going to ser- do an episode on that? Because you've told yeah. me about that multiple times, yeah, but I, I never I heard of it. I can't remember the gentleman's name off the top of my head, but yeah, he, he was a serial killer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, let's we'll definitely around. do that because that is really fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that's fucked up. You know, not as fucked up as, as Chris Chan. <laughs> but I mean, I guess they're he's evil in their special, own way. He's a special kind of fucked up. It's, it's a it's a particular kind of evil. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so let's just recap part one or first saga, which is the foundational saga. <laughs> that's where we cover like his early childhood, his schooling. Uh, I think we ended with high school graduation yeah. and all the Tom fuckery and the you know fucked up parenting that his boomer parents had with their alcoholism and the babysitter locking him in a room oh, right. full of toys <laughs> just for Chris to spend the rest of his life locked in a room full of toys. <laughs> 
yeah. that's very traumatizing. <laughs> uh, his first, you know, friend, girl, chick who was paid who to, was paid be, his to be his friend, and then all that's his high school friends so who were paaid to also be his friend. Yeah, and just him they, not they having didn't anyone help. to socialize that didn't help with. Him. No, it did not help. No, him. but then there was like the, the torturous rape dungeon in school that he was being brought apparently, to. yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we all say apparently, but we know, we know what happened during the satanic panic, all right? Yeah, Nobody was true. actually flushed down the toilet to a rape dungeon <laughs> yeah. yes. and then taken on a hot air balloon where they were gangbanged by like a hundred men in the hot air balloon. Yeah. Because yeah. have you ever seen someone try to stuff a hundred people in a hot air balloon? You need a chance. Is that, of that also on YouTube? No, it's not on YouTube. Yet. Yet. So we're just going to be talking about the start of Chris Chan's love quest. Da -dun -dun. Da -da -da. And before I yes. get into part two, I got or second saga. I got to talk about a mistake that I think I may have made in he's the first really one. Sure, he's not really sure. I'm not really sure. All of his bases. But I'm covering my bases. I'm a man of integrity. There's like six or eight different bases. He doesn't know how many there are. He's covering all. Of them. I'm stealing all of them, man. <laughs> Call me black because I'm stealing them all. <laughs> no, but I, I, I want to make sure that I'm giving as accurate information as I can. Uh, so I believe in, in the first saga, I said that Quickie wasn't created by Chris Chan. It was created by the trolls. Uh, that was actually kind of wrong. I, I found out later when I was actually going into the deeper depths of the Quickie. A deep dive into the Quickie. It actually started off as like a memoir or like a like an autobiography from Chris Chan. That eventually when we get into like the troll sagas, they stole from him and converted into what Which it is, is yet now another sad part of a very sad story yes yes <laughs> so and, and i realized that because when i was going through a lot of his like the past stuff and a lot of like information i was getting from it they kept referencing the website or his website when yeah. referring to chris chan and i always thought that was like the the pokemon fandom websites or like the sonichu websites he had like a billion of those no they're, they're referencing the quickie ah yes okay. so I just, you know, I wanted to clear that up in case I did make that mistake. Because this is a professional... We're a professional quality deuce. <laughs> We're the number two in the number one slot. Yes, we are. And uh, speaking of number one slot, we got yes. our wrap-up this past weekend. From and Spotify, from yeah. Spotify. This is kind of a nice thing that they yeah. do. I mean, sure, it's AI the automated or whatever, but bit. it was actually kind of nice watching yeah, that last I night. I just got a question for you, for all you... <laughs> oh, yeah. For our wonderful fans, we love wonderful you. Fans, yeah, because it really pointed out how many fans And they kept referring to you all as fans. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I thought, because I was referring to like, people who listen to us while they're yes. vacuuming. No, no. But, but these are fans. Yeah, these are fans. And we appreciate you and yes. we want to give a thank all, you. All of you. By the time you listen to this episode, you've probably already seen the notice on our Twitter or X. So. If I can remember to do it today. Yeah, yes. so, so it's old news <laughs> for you by now. But we just want to give you our heartfelt appreciation yes. for your continuous support. And we hope that you would continue to support us in the following year of us delivering you nothing but the finest evil. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, but, but we do have a question. We have though. a question because the, there's a section on it. It was like the top three uh, genres of music your your viewers listen to. And yeah. you know, the first one was like rock. Then you had pop, pop. And then the third option was like modern, modern Bollywood. Bollywood. And I just got to know. Who out there yeah. of you is listening to... What, See, what is modern Bollywood? But, that, but modern <laughs> Bollywood implies that there's a classical Bollywood. It does. It like, does. But for me, classical Bollywood movies, I don't know about the music, but for the movies itself, it's like the, the ones you can like get really high and sit on your couch and watch and laugh and you don't know what's going on but you don't need to to me that's classic bollywood i don't know what the fuck modern bollywood is i'm thinking what, like but that's, disney it's also it's not even the movies it's music yeah oh it could be soundtracks could be soundtracks from the movies I didn't even know they had soundtracks. What the hell? What are yeah. you people listening to? And why well, is it We're that? not judging you. We're just asking. It's not. Just it's asking not like, questions. It's not like EDM. It's not, <laughs> you know, you know, actual classical Prog music. Rock. Number three. 
class as, is as modern, modern Bollywood. Bollywood. Okay. Yes. So uh, we, we appreciate we, you. We appreciate we're, you. We're, 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 we're not, not judging. We're, we're not judging. We're, just, we're judging a little tiny bit. You no, know, you are. I'm just asking. A, <laughs> I'm asking a question. You know, it, it's like one of those like innocent questions that it's just got a really fucked up nature. It's like. It's like someone who doesn't know about like the Holocaust, and then they ask, you know, what was Germany's greatest achievement? And people have to like look down and like shuffle awkwardly and be like, "Oh, the scientific developments they discovered during the Holocaust." Oh <laughs> shit! It's like their greatest achievement. Like it's a good thing. And now thing, it's like I have to be ashamed of NASA now because because yes. Eli's been telling me for years, "Oh, they were Nazis." I'm like, "No, yes. they weren't. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. apparently they were yeah, Nazis. They were actually Nazis." Okay. Now you have to be ashamed. Goddamn space that we, shuttle! That we fuck you. Got to the moon first because of Nazis. <laughs> At least we beat those communist pigs, though. No, the communist pigs went to the universities. Yeah, exactly. God. That's the moon if, to them. If you haven't listened to our Herbert Marcuse episode that we released yes. recently, listen to that we'll episode. Listen to Get into it. Yes. But thank you for all your support. And yes, we love you. Without further ado, ado, let's just the get into cow. the Lolcow Love Quest. Chris, sorry, the, the official title is the start of Chris Chan's Love Quest. That's the what I got in my notes. start of Chris Chan's Love Quest. Because it's a continuous thing. It'll be a theme throughout all the other sagas. He is an anime. He literally is. Literally. But it's not, I don't know that it's one that I would watch. I feel like you'd watch it. I, I don't know. Would you I watched watch Death it, but, Note. But I didn't finish watching it because I got irritated by it. <laughs> we had this Touché. whole, like, this is what we discussed in our household over breakfast is why it is that I didn't like Death Note at the end. Like, what is it about <laughs> animes that I like? Yeah, I don't know, man. You're more of a reader than a viewer. I really am, but I love it. All anime. right, so... We're going to start off with, uh, I think it's like right after the graduation. So with the free time as an adult that graduating affords a young man, Mel, what do you think Chris Chan spent his time doing? Something really awkward that's kind of embarrassing to repeat. I have no idea. Like what? I don't know. You, just, just, like, give me like, a guess. Uh, didn't he like like hang out around like shopping malls with a sign that said, "I need a I need a girlfriend who doesn't already have a boyfriend" or yeah. some weird <laughs> shit like that? Yeah. So uh, right after graduation, Chris spent his time being an assistant gym leader at the local Toys R Us trading card club. And for those that don't know what the fuck I just said, uh, <laughs> that is a Pokemon game. You know, like the, the Pokemons. Yeah. Uh, I, I never played the card game. I just thought the cards were like tradables and like, yeah. you know, like collectibles. So this wasn't Yu-Gi-Oh! Whatever that other no, one was. No, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! No, this is pre-Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay, so this is actual Pokemon. Yeah, this predates Yu-Gi-Oh! by a couple of years, I think. Okay. Uh, so this is actual Pokemon, or or what I used to call it, Yu-Gi-Mon back in the day. Because <laughs> like, you get those kids that get Yu-Gi-Mon, man. They had both. I had the cards in, in like, cause, like I was in like in a prison setting where like the kids, like, I say kids, but they're like you know 16, 17 year olds. Yeah. They collected those and used them as like currency. To get, Instead like, of cigarettes? cigarettes? Well, no, no. To you get trade cigarettes. Them to get cigarettes. trade them okay. to get cigarettes and other favors, which the mooks, those are the kids that are there for being sexual predators, were always, you know, accepting the cards for blowjobs and shit like that. Oh, my God. Not that I ever partook so in, the- in that aspect of it, but I collected the cards because I understood that he who controls the currency and the cigarettes controls the entire fucking place. All right, so so what kind, so what could you get? What could you get for a Pikachu? I could get a can of soda from the uh, from the cafeteria. So they had a kitchen there, and they had like Andorotic, like big cases like the Andorotic, you yeah. know, generic sodas. And there's always a guy who had a detail there, and he could literally like like literally they would give him like a one or two sodas each time you know you work you know your few hours yeah. and say hey, take a couple you know head back to your unit. 
and he would give them to me for a Pokemon card. Wow. So I would uh, trade it for shit like that. You know, you, know, you get like your three or four or five dollar stipend at the end of every week. You know, everyone always spend it on Chinese food. I could trade a couple, you know, a couple cards, get the Chinese food. Yeah. You know, and I got cigarettes and I used to be able to sell a cigarette for like 15 bucks. Oh my god! Because I was the only you're a mover and a shaker. I was the only one who was old enough to actually buy the smokes on the unit at one point. Yeah, and there were so many fiends. So like, like one kid was older than me. He was like in his twenties, but like he didn't have his outs. He didn't have the ability to move off campus. Yeah. So I became like the de facto cigarette guy. <laughs> oh my god! And so I would I would literally let it, like let them go on like a dry spell where like they wouldn't have cigarettes for like two weeks, and it gets to the point where they're willing to give up some ass for a cigarette, and that's when I could just be like, you know, fifteen bucks for the cigarette. Oh and a pack God. back then was only like 10 now i'm bucks. just imagining you with like a trench coat and you open the trench coat and it's just like one side is like pokemon cards the other side is cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> hey man you got when, when you're on the inside you gotta learn how to move the world <laughs> <laughs> the world according to you uh, yes yeah but that's how you know i'm a survivor yes. i always find out what's what the value valuable items are what people absolutely. want absolutely all right which is why we're poor now <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Chris Chan spent his time being an assistant gym leader, which people don't know Pokemon lore, gym leaders, like the motherfuckers. They're the, like the, the boss. The villains. Yeah, the, well, that's no, like the end. No, that's the, the end boss. No, no, they're not villains. Like, yeah, you, you get like a, each town was essentially a level, and each town had a gym yeah. leader. And before you can move on to the next town, that's why I got bored you'd have with, to beat the gym leader. That's why I got bored with Pokemon on yeah. my 3DS. But he was an assistant gym leader, so he wasn't even an actual <laughs> gym leader. He was like the fucking. So he was like 18 at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, like when you go into like the gym, I yeah. know there's no one really cares about Pokemon. You go into the gym, there's always asshole trainers there who are a part of the gym training in the gym. Yeah. That fight you fight and weaken you, you right. to get you before you get to the boss. He that's technically what he is. He's not even the the boss. He's, He's like, like a the sub boss. Like the sub boss. Man. <laughs> He's the sub boss in his own fantasy. It's like yeah. Dwight Schrute from The Office. And <laughs> his entire fantasy is always just the assistant to somebody. Like in his fantasy, when he's like the ruler of hell, he's like the assistant to the devil. He's not the devil himself. Uh, that's that, like those guys in, uh, in your pretty face is going to hell. Yes. No, technically, hell is a corporation. Though. That's right. That's yes. correct. And the devil isn't actually the devil. The devil is just a middle manager. Which they, they did discover that in yes. an episode. <laughs> yes, they did. I fucking love that show. Henry Zabrowski, fucking hilarious. And if yeah. him and the boys at, at, uh, at their podcast, the last the podcast, podcast on, the on the left. left. I don't know why he's drawing a blank on it for two seconds. Goddamn. <laughs> I, I am embarrassed of myself. But if they want to come in uh, and you know sh grant us with their presence and a little bit of viewers, I wouldn't say no to that. <laughs> Invitation's always open, boys, yes. if you somehow get this message. And you should get this message to them because we are very interested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways all right so that's what chris chan was doing is surrounding himself with children with children with yeah. children and chris chan was regularly asked to leave and to never come back by the store <laughs> but for whatever reason they kept taking him back because i think they needed like staff and he was like the only asshole in like 100 mile radius that was willing <laughs> to do it ask him to leave. <laughs> yeah they kept asking him to leave because uh what he would try to do is like you remember like i told you about his cards he'd have his like going custom cards he would make yeah he always kept trying to sneak them into his, his pokemon deck <laughs> and they were always overpowered and just dumb <laughs> and like, like so you throw like a sonichu card out and they're like pokemon so, that's so stupid we we when we get into the episode where we talk more about the the sonichu comics yeah you'll realize that sonichu is sonic and pikachu but he's also a pokemon okay 
Very yeah, interesting. Mm. Yeah, very weird. But he'd always be throwing out signature so cards and all that other shit. Put it in right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> And he'd always be trying to like like sneak us their kids. So he's like always yeah. trying to like manipulate the children. And it's usually an adult. It's like, hey, that's like, not an authorized get card. Get out, get out. Yeah, and then the next it. day he'd come back. Yeah, just because they needed the people and he's it's like it's the middle of Virginia, man. <laughs> Who the fuck's doing so this? So it's essentially shit in like retail. Like fuck you, get out, we'll yeah. come back tomorrow. Wait, wait, we come have back. No one. Yeah. <laughs> we, we literally have no one. Uh, so it was obviously the cards were against the rules, and his cards were always cheap, overpowered, and seen as inappropriate. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you'll, you'll see why later oh, on why it's no. inappropriate. This is also around the time that he launched his third website, Sonichu.com. <laughs> but Christian almost immediately, like everything else in his life, Began doing absolutely nothing with it once he created it. Oh, you, you'll, you'll see, like, even with his father, with their workshop they had, was like yeah. the, the offices of Little C and Big C, whatever. They did immediately did nothing with it. Oh, that lack of ambition. I think the I think the only thing they might may have done was built a pagoda at one point, or whatever the fuck a gazebo pagoda. What's the difference between the two? I I, 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 I it, it was don't a, know. it was a covered structure that was actually kind of relatively sound by from the pictures I've seen of it. It actually looks kind of nice, but it's like the only thing they've ever done together. <laughs> Which I I know we're laughing <laughs> at, at it, but it's like alcoholic and a but autistic boy. <laughs> but at least they did. That. So like, at least they did. The something. only father son bonding moment was going to court. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> was that you? <laughs> yeah, how you bonded with your father? <laughs> no. Was it through the divorce proceedings? Close enough. Oh no, no, no. no. Luckily, I was an adult at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Christian immediately did nothing with Sonichu, and if you go to search for it today, you will only get sent to the quickie page. Oh my so god! So it's just a little. Fun so caveat. someone still owns the domain then. I guess. I That's don't know. Funny. Like I just type in sonichu.com and, and it, it goes sends you to the quickie. So someone's still paying like GoDaddy yeah. $10 or $10 a year for that shit. Uh, probably Chris because he's <laughs> always doing dumb shit like that. So it went pretty much untouched due to uh, Chris Chan not having any friends that he could bully into interacting with the website like he could oh. with his pokey fandom site in school. Cause remember, he went through a high school, demanded all his teachers and all the students go to it and yeah. he signed the, you know, the visitor, yep. visitor, visitor's book. Wow. Words are hard. Uh, but yeah, this time, since he's graduated, he's got literally no one but Borb. That's the, the creation of Bob and Barbara, Borb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, telling that. Yes. And, and I'll be referencing them uh, yeah. uh, multiple times. But he's only got them that he can like really bully into That's getting really sad. into his website. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also the fact that around this time, his family finally moves back in together into their old house because they couldn't sell it. And he graduated, so they don't need to, you know, be separated to keep him in school. Right. So they just kind of became a family again, for the first time in years. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the family's renewed interest in God, by the way. Oh, they found and, religion. Well, no, it's not finding religion. They refound religion because they were always a religious house. Okay. But because they were separated and they didn't really have the family time, they didn't really have time for God. Wow, you got to make time for God. Yeah, apparently got to make time for God. This is coming from God. an atheist. I'm just telling all you guys out there. <laughs> you got to make time for your Jesus. You got to get your Jesus in when you can. Oh, God. I remember days my mom would just drag me to like three or four different sermons throughout the in, week. Yeah. And then we'd go to two every Sunday. 
Yeah. yeah. And you're not exaggerating. Nah, that. I'm literally no. not. Uh, and that's why I say, uh, fuck God. <laughs> I've heard all the stories. You, and, uh, fuck God. <laughs> yeah, you had enough God before the age of 10 for a lifetime. I don't know what's more torturous, being sent to hell or being sent to church. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, Christianity is a very beautiful religion, but fuck all the other shit that goes along with it, man. <laughs> Great theology, terrible yeah. pope. Fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, anyway. before I piss off our conservative <laughs> viewers, it's not a reflection on conservatives. It's just a reflection on people who still believe in fantasy fairy tales. I don't oh, know, man. my goodness. I know. I, I just said the like the big the big bad word, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they had the renewed interest in God, and they showed this by going to a brand new church that like literally was just built in their area, which made Chris Chan lose track of his website completely with all those things going on. He had yeah. a lot going on, apparently. So another reason why the website remained abandoned was because the August, but was because of that August, Chris Chan attended his first semester at Piedmont Virginia Community College. And he was on track to graduate with an associate's degree in two years. But I'm pretty sure it took him four or five years to get it. <laughs> and I'm assuming, an that, I'm assuming that that's not because he was working at the same time and was tra like getting his degree oh, like a, no, you know just no. making sure you're chan, working chris chan has working. a very extensive work history mel very extensive work history really he's got a very extensive social life he uh, he's a he's hard a, worker he's he a really busy is. bee man he's hustling he's putting his <laughs> nose to the grindstone and pulling himself up by his bootstraps but since he's retarded it might be velcro straps <laughs> 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 the, you know the, the velcros with like the light up nikes every time you step they like go oh, glitter oh man i was too old for those man i, I didn't see those nah, as an adult the, the shoes that were really big when i was a kid was the heelys it's the shoes that's what got it, the, the wheels in the it? wheels in them the first time i saw that i was working retail yeah and i'm like did i just see what i saw and someone had to explain to me that that was a thing and i'm like the world has has advanced yeah, see, beyond me i wanted me. a pair of those because i was lazy and i didn't want to walk but my adopted were, parents oh, hated me <laughs> So I was lazy and didn't want to walk. Let's know this yeah. guy. I mean, that's why I'm assuming. Because it was always the fat kids, like the fat, grungy kids that had those. Like, none of like, the in shape, skinny kids had those. It's always like the fat kids. So I'm assuming it's fat kid shoes. Oh, I only ever saw little kids. Yeah, I didn't. I, I was always seeing fat kids in the school. Like, in fact, it got so bad that my school like banned the, the wheels. Like, if you had the wheels, they'd like, take them out of your fucking shoes with a screwdriver. I <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> so you can get these Fuck back these at kids the end and of their the day. Technology. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that was before cell phones, too. No, before like, cell yeah. phones. Like, <laughs> cell phones didn't enter, high, didn't enter school until I reached like, high school. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he had no friends. He had no girlfriends. And two old people as his closest relatives were also his only form of socialization. Yeah. And Chris Chan got a little lost in his own fantasy world and artwork around this time. Yeah. Because I think he was that. already lost. Yeah, he was already lost. But he, you'll find every story just he gets pushed deeper and deeper and deeper into fantasy land. This false reality. Yes. And crafted the very first Sonic Chu medallion around this time, too. Oh, and he still wears those, right? Yeah, he still wears them. He doesn't have the original because of a whole trolling thing. That it's real funny. It's gonna make you laugh. But uh, it's it's an iconic staple in the Chris Chan dress code, yeah. I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, and it's a staple of his style, man. It's 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 him. Wow, man. they call that a style. It's like yeah, it's like a little Sonichu head. Yeah. It's made out of like it was a Crayola magic. Remember Crayola Magic? No, it's like that but modeling clay or whatever. I don't think it was that clay, what but he made yeah, it out of? that's what he made it out of. And then he like baked it so it hardened. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. my. God. Yeah. 
Crayola Magic, man. And he's very specific because, like, he now has a business. I don't know if he, like, does anymore because, again, it's Chris Chan. Yeah. But he had it for a while. He was selling them on, like, Etsy or whatever for money. Right. And he was very specific about it having to be made out of Crayola Magic. Couldn't just make it make it out of clay or Play-Doh. It has to be Crayola Magic. Okay, That's where the true power comes I, from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it looked like a melted piece of shit, honestly. <laughs> tied with some cheap, and it was tied Is with cheap twine. Is that your Etsy review? Looked like a melted piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, it looked like a melted piece of shit. It's <laughs> Zero stars. Clearly made by an autistic man. <laughs> Again, is that part of your review? Crazy autistic man. Absolutely, it's authentic to the autism. And I've seen some beautiful like autistic artists, but those are like the people that like you know like art autistics. They only are good at one thing. And they should only ever do that one thing because they suck at everything else. And these are not people that were confused. Someone told them they were autistic, and they're like, "I'm autistic," and then they started no, drawing it's something. It's like their 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 teacher had like a speech artist? impediment. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're autistic and artistic? Well, that's what that's what I'm getting into. Uh, if you're because I've seen some really good autistic artists, Christian, <laughs> definitely not one of them. <laughs> here's the thing that I think he's good at. Yeah. He's good at uh, being impervious to damage. <laughs> I, I, like that's, that's like his, that's like his that's one his like, superpower like, yeah like, like like i said every autistic person has like one thing that they're good at yeah my uh one of my older brothers he's you know kind of autistic he's on the spectrum i think we're all kind of on the spectrum but he's definitely on the spectrum yeah. he's really good with computers not really good with not molesting children but really good with with computers <laughs> Damn, man, you gotta have something <laughs> so, you know what i'm saying <laughs> so like like there's yeah. a lot of, a lot of give and a lot of take with being autistic <laughs> Uh, Chris Chan, not good at being an artist. Being phenomenal at not being understood that you're the punchline to every joke. <laughs> like, just imagine him in an, in an anime with the uniform on and the bad guy can just beat the shit out of him. It has no effect on him, but he can't damage the bad guy. Yes. What does the bad guy just have to like get bored and say, you know, I got other things to do and they just wander off? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if he uh, if he had a thicker skin, because it's, it's not like a, like a whole thick skin he can't get touched. He yeah. gets touched, they hit him with all the nerves. He's just too retarded to like let it affect him but also this well not not necessarily not let it affect him because it's all about affecting him and yeah. him reacting to it which just feeds the trolls but it's more like uh being immune to what they're saying so he's a lowell cow so that's the definition yeah, of a so, lowell cow yeah it's then. a lowell cow it's like someone who like they react to everything you see at home because it bothers them but they don't have this connection that if you just ignore them they'll go away yeah they never grow up and yeah, figure they, out how to yeah, not let them yeah, press their yeah, buttons they, they never learn how to not let the trolls get to them yeah but they're impervious to it it's just that's the one that's, little thing that's that gets just to them. Sad. it's, it's really is, weird and it's all the fucking internet because those I, I, people I, I guess exi- say, have always existed yeah, they, but they, they weren't on the internet displaying no, it all no, those were the people that were trolls. sending polaroid nudes through the mail <laughs> <laughs> That was pre Probably, pre Google. Dick pics did exist before cell yes, phones. Yes, they did. <laughs> they were gross, and you always found them in like the gas station restrooms. Ah, <laughs> next to the guy, next to the homeless guy that wanted to show you a human head. Yes, always. <laughs> I'm still waiting for a three feet man. I've had two instances. I'm still waiting for a third. You want to meet me out down the street and do it? Hey, let's let's just go, guys. Let's go for a three feet I need a Anyone ring. Anyone out there have a human head? Yeah, you know, let me get my third ring, yo. I got this. Champions. <laughs> Uh, no, so what I want to say they're impervious. I think it's like impervious to shame. Yeah, that, actually, like, that's probably no matter it. what they do, they can't be shamed for what they do because yeah, they're and too so they dumb to keep, be shamed. They just keep doing retarded, yeah, like the, fucked and, up shit, and not really learning that hey, maybe I shouldn't do this. And for some reason, the majority of low cows are like pedophiles. Pedophiles, yeah. yeah. 
That's it's the yeah. same thing though. It really is. Yeah. So so like I said, the 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 Sonic Two Medallion melted piece of shit tied to uh, something with a cheap twine. But eventually, he did manage to get a much higher quality necklace from the mall to hang it off of. It, I think it was like fake gold. He got a fake gold chain <laughs> and they hung it off of it. Uh, and there was not a single day that he did not wear that fucking thing either. Every day since he made it, we he We watched has a recent one. video with him and I think he had it on. Yeah, well, it's not the original because, again, the original has, yeah. has a whole arc of its own. But he made a new one and claimed that it was the original. But we'll get to that when we, when we get to that <laughs> <course> arc. <laughs> yeah, and so like the only time he's ever not worn it is during like that little arc where like he couldn't get it back from the trolls. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but in his mind, it was a name tag. That's how he wore it. He wore it because it was a name tag. It was a way to easily make him instantly recognizable by women. Because that's what he wanted. He wanted to be to stand out in a crowd of men and be instantly recognizable. Yeah, it's like there's the tart. I'm moving on to someone yes, else. Pretty much. Wow. He, again, he never understood that they were avoiding him because he's weird and retarded. Not because he didn't have a name tag on. Does he yeah. see other men out there with name tags on? I don't know, man. I I don't know. Maybe he just thought he would like stand out. He definitely stands out. He definitely stood out. (laughs) (laughs) So around this time, Chris Chan started what would become known as his lifelong love quest. His words, not mine. Um, Thank goodness. And while it kind of started with him telling the cheerleader he liked her, because remember in high school, he's like, I kind of like you. And she's like, get the fuck away from me, you retard. (laughs) Uh, But in his his mind, he's like, oh, you're so cute. That's what he heard. Uh, yeah, so so with that, and then technically with Tiffany Gowan dancing with them at prom because yeah. she didn't want him to be known as the guy who got molested by his mom during prom. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Because he was yeah, dancing with his mom took, during yeah. prom because he took his mom to prom. Which, yeah. I mean, if she's like a stepmom and hot, fucking go for it. But, you know, related, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's just That's a just big no for me, dog. Yeah. I, I think I'd rather go stag at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Although I wasn't allowed to go to prom because, you know, legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so it wasn't until college that it began to uh began in earnest or that he was even aware of it in the first place that he was like actively and this trying is when to he it. gave it a name mm-hmm. so the first came in the form of creating a companion character for sonichu not sure that should be your it, first step you in finding a man. Sonichu isn't like his own entity. Sonichu is the embodiment of Chris Chan and their fantasy world. Yeah. And Chris right. Chan literally believes that he can turn into Sonichu and that Sonichu is essentially the embodiment of Jesus Christ. Wait, he's he's said this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Son- Sonichu is as is, is, is much a part of Chris Chan as Chris Chan is a part of Chris Chan. Which I would hope would be hundred percent. So with him creating <laughs> a com- there? him creating a companion character for Sonichu is essentially him creating a companion for himself. And this character's name is Rose Chu. Okay. And if you know the theme of Sonichu, which is a Pokemon mixed with a Sonic character, then you know that Rose Chu is literally just a blatant ripoff of Amy Rose that he grew that he drew a Pokemon tail on. Who's Amy Rose? She's the pink-haired bitch from Sonic. Like, Sonic's girlfriend or whatever. I don't know. I never watched it. Yeah, well, she... she Literally, it's, it's like, not even, like... like At least with Sonic, she was, like, yellow. Yeah. He's got the Pikachu tail. He's got, like, the cheeks. And, you know, you can see that it's, like, yeah. Sonic-inspired, but it's not just Sonic with a tail. This is literally just Amy Rose with, like, a Pikachu tail. Nice. Literally changed nothing. <laughs> and then just combined the two names together and made Rose Chew. That's literally all it was. He wasn't... (laughs) uh, Really sad. 
and just blatant ripoff. And again, he thinks that it's an original uh, character because he doesn't understand what copyright laws are. No. So, in fact, uh, it was so blatant that all he did, like I said, the draw was the yellow Pikachu tail on Royce Chu. And if you haven't picked up on it yet, Chris sees himself as Sonic Chu, is inseparable. They have the same being with the same desires and goals. In fact, Sonic Chu is almost an incarnation of Chris Chan and it's fake reality where he lives the majority of his life. And as a result, Rose Chu embodies Chris Chan's desire for companionship and the perfect mate. Know, this is just creepy, partner. though. This is really creepy. This is what happens when you're retarded and you have too much time on your hands as an adult. <laughs> so in August of 2001, so we're already in 2001, Chris Chan got his first and only job. Only job? Ever. Wow. Only traditional job. Yeah. Ever. And... The homepage of the quickie likes to keep track of certain stats about Chris Chan. Oh, and my God. Which is also updated creepy. pretty regularly. Under the uh, under the, the notes, this is like a couple days ago. Updates okay. from, from quickie. Oh, my God. Uh, so, the, so, like I said, so they have this box called Duh Update box uh, that they keep track of the last public sightings of Chris Chan. And as of taking these notes, he was last seen on November 25th. Wow. Yes, yes. And it's public sightings, so that uh, So for some people, like keeping track of Chris Chan is a part-time job. It's a part-time job, and it's also a community for. service. <laughs> no, like, literally, it's a, you'll, you'll find out that you need to know where this motherfucker is now, at all times. <laughs> and it's more accurate than the uh, sex offender registry. <laughs> it really is. You know, you fucking, you gotta try the paying Chris a bureaucrat to update the sex offender registry with the addresses. The quickies got that shit like that, man. Oh it's like, well, God. I saw this motherfucker two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but honestly, it kind of treats him like he's some fucked up cryptid. <laughs> That's what Chris Chan is like. I'm just imagining like the blurry, yeah, like Bigfoot photo where he's turned. He's, yeah. he's got the Sonic medallion. <laughs> he's like Joe Bidening a bunch of little girls. He's oh. like, no, not quite ripe yet. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta wait a few oh, years. Oh man, well he's got like legends and rumors and shit. So I don't know. Is he a crypt? Maybe he is a cryptid. I don't know. Maybe Chris Chan is cryptid. Maybe he is. Chris Chan cryptid? Question mark. <laughs> See, that's the, that's the title of, the, of, yes. the, of this episode. <laughs> uh, so, but what else is also really interesting is they keep track of financial stats for Chris Chan. How do they even know? I don't want to know how they know this. Never mind. So it's called the begging counter. Okay. And in it, they track the last time Chris Chan begged for money. <laughs> or that's what they call begging for money. Uh, and apparently it's been 31 days since he last did that. <laughs> <laughs> is that a long stretch for him? I don't know. Oh, my God. I, I think the longest stretch might have been the past year, but I'm not going to spoil that one for oh you. My God. So Chris Chan at one point had an obligation. This is after the troll arc, like later in life. This is like a yeah. couple years ago. where it's, like, it's a redemption arc. I'll get, I won't tell you who, but a troll from the early days of trolling kind of came back and gave a little bit to Chris Chan. It's helped him yeah. set up a, a business, like I said, with the Sonichu medallions. Oh. So he'd make the medallions and some other, you know, like merchandise to sell on like Etsy or whatever. And then like he would get the proceeds and then like people would donate to him. If he, you know, every time he drew a page of the Sonic right, comic, right. they would donate and he would get the money. And those were his financial obligations, you know? And then this one guy, I think he was like in the backgrounds controlling the finances for him, like helping him out. Like, yeah. So he'd have something to live off after his parents fucking die. Yeah. Uh, it didn't end very well. And you know, we'll get Aww. into that at some point. But uh, this is what they're referring to when they say, like, financial obligations and begging for money. 
because uh, okay. uh, at one point, like I said, he had had been paid through donations to do all that stuff. It's been 95 days since he last met, met that former obligation. So all he has to do is draw a comic that he enjoys doing and, and people would donate yeah, money to him. Yeah, he's got to draw a stopped. page, like one page a month. And, and he's then, not drawing anything? Yeah, he's not drawing. Well, he sometimes does. The parents has been 95 days since he last did. Wow, okay. Like I said, he's a lazy hey, piece of shit. if I get paid for drawing shit, I would just be drawing shit all the time. Yeah, he, I he, draw for free. He's a lazy piece of shit. Like, what can I say? Oh, my God. Uh, it's also apparently been 5,175 days since Chris Chan last applied for a job. <laughs> which might have been uh, the job at Wendy's, which yeah. is what I'm about to talk about. <laughs> uh, so, the last, I, I think the math works out to like the, this being the last time he had a conventional job at Wendy's. Yeah. Uh, which is in 2001. And it's clear that Borb severely neglected teaching Chris Chan how to be an adult and showed zero signs in helping him. Well, that's Borb. familiar. That's <laughs> yeah, familiar. Very familiar. So Chris Chan was there for only a month and a half. Yeah, that's better than my first, I think, three jobs. And actually, no. Really? My, my first, first my job first... lasted like nine years. No, my not, first... What, not including the one I had when I was 14. Yeah. No, my first my first two jobs, I think they both lasted two days. Yeah. And then my third job, I was there for three months, which coincidentally was exactly their turnover rate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that was the one where the because they when I got hired they promised me a twenty five cent raise and then they just didn't get it. And then to you. I no, they, I said they gave me five cents and I said why did I get only five cents and my manager looked at me and said because you don't smile enough and I was like that's it I'm gone. Yeah, well it's because he wanted to fuck you. Ew. You know when a guy looks at a girl and says you you're prettier when you smile more that's what he's trying to say he's like I'm trying to fuck you. Oh man, you just just made disgusting like a job that already was disgusting. Mel. Welcome to being a teenage girl in the work workplace. I wasn't a teenager. Fifty, sorry, eighteen to twenty six is teenager okay. in my book. All right, <laughs> uh, you motherfuckers don't do shit at work, but like, have your tits out, okay? Your eye candy at that point. You're not as a woman in the workplace. You don't really become productive until you're like forty, and already in like an executive position. All right, let's, let's be real here. You're a distraction. <laughs> you're a distraction, Mel. Uh, Increase productivity, decrease reproductivity. That is what feminism has taught you. Fucking globalists. Anyways, we're not talking about globalists. We're talking about retard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I might have just proven I'm a little bit of a retard. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, Christian was only there for a month and a half before getting fired. Oh, he got fired. He got too. fired. That's funny. Uh, the reasoning for him being fired is a bit of a mystery because it kind of surrounds like two different stories that both legitimately happened. They both did, okay. But it's hard these to tell. These aren't rumors. This is yeah, an no, actual... The, all these are events that actually happened. None, okay. none of what I'm talking about, or uh, I'll let you know when it could be a rumor or speculation. Okay. These are the two events that happened. No one really knows which one got him fired, because they're both kind of fireball so offenses. So Wendy, so this is, the, this is square burger patty Wendy's. Yes. Yes. Okay. They don't cut corners. <laughs> <laughs> we now know you're a Wendy's shill. Okay. Oh, that redhead bitch hasn't paid me ever. So, <laughs> where my money at, Wendy? Where my money at, bitch? <sighs> Although I, I will say that the Baconators are unfortunately better than some of the <gasps> other bacon cheeseburgers you get at the wow. other places. Although nothing can beat the uh, the uh, Burger King's onion rings. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. 
I guess that's the official <laughs> position of the deuce on onion rings, which yes. I didn't know we had to have a position yeah, on onion uh, rings, uh, but apparently we do. You always go for the fries, you go for the, the Frosties, and you go for the bacon. The frosties burgers. were good? Yeah, because you dip the fries in the Frosties, and they were fucking amazing. Oh, gr- you and No, your... no, fuck you. You don't fucking even understand. God, the you and salty your... and the sweet go together, Mel. You don't understand and good you and your flavor fucking profiles. Thanks- your Thanksgiving leftover sandwich? I'm like, what is this madness? It's so good. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so I got to slap mama twice. <laughs> uh, so uh, so the first story was uh, Chris Chan was at this time, because he even today, I think he's still drawing his original Pokemon cards. Uh, he was drawing original Pokemon cards yeah. and had a habit of drawing people as Pokemon. Especially people that he was around and knew kind of well. See, now that's something that you could do and actually sell, and that would have been a, a cool product. No, no, no. It's Chris Chan. I mean, if you were like a real artist, like someone sent, like gives you a picture, and then you turn them into a Pokemon and make it a yeah, physical so card, that would be like, awesome. You're just talking about a street artist because there's the guys that do like the the caricatures. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could totally do that. But uh, remember, this is Chris Chan. He's uh, retarded. <laughs> So it's always. I'm sure got, he took some awesome gotta, and made yeah. it creepy. It, no, it's always got to go and take a left turn, like a sharp left turn, man. So uh. Uh, the story is kind of unclear, but it's kind of what is known is that Chris liked to draw people he knew, yeah. and socialized as Pokemon. And since the only people he socialized with outside of Borb were the people at Wendy's and the customers, that could kind of create some workplace problems because he would draw them yeah. and show them to them and then people would be like eh, i don't like that so according to him he drew an older female co-worker as a pokemon yeah and uh both she and their boss thought that the image was wildly inappropriate which makes me question what the fuck it was oh no because uh, again i believe she's an older black woman so he might have drawn something that's like really fucked uh, up. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Chris Chan, yeah, yeah probably no, Chris was really Chan is like up. super fucked up and like highly racist, but because he's a dumb shit, he doesn't understand it. <laughs> oh my god, I, I just want to know what he named the card though. Ah oh, man, it's like Mammy. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have to be like a Pokemon type name, Mammy Mon. <laughs> <laughs> And what does it evolve into, you know? Uh, Aunt Jemima. <laughs> Aunt Jemima in this. I just, if it knowing Christian, he'd have done that without any, you know. No, any, no hesitation. And no sense of humor whatsoever. Absolutely. Absolutely he'd, be, he'd, he'd be like, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Oh, my God. Uh, so, he, according to him, he's like, yeah, it was a nice image. And everyone else is like, no, that's a fucked up image. If everyone uh, else was like, yeah, that's inappropriate, I'm yeah. sure it was inappropriate. And like I said, Chris Chan, is he's, he's like one of those wildly funny guys. Like, he's super inappropriate at all times and unknowingly racist in, like, the best ways possible. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Like, even, like, black people can't really be... Like, if you're mad at him for his racism, then you're, you should... It's, it's Invest a refle- in a sense of humor. It's, yeah, it's a reflection on yourself. Yeah. Like, a poor reflection on yourself more than anything else because he's such a dumb shit you know? <laughs> so he, he's the kind of guy that would walk into an indian restaurant like because like i've actually seen this in one of the uh interviews that they did during one of the uh, youtube documentaries yeah they take him to like this indian restaurant and he immediately pretends to be apu from the simpsons he's like thank you come again <laughs> like in the middle of the restaurant <laughs> and and, and well, the worst part is he's like he's like he's like i gotta oh do this and, th- and they're like oh no christian you don't gotta do anything he's like no i gotta do this and they're like no don't and he's like oh. It's like, Thank you, come again. And he like repeated it like three more times. And they're like, shut the fuck up. Oh my god. Like, like, you can't do that here. Oh my <laughs> and god. And he just doesn't understand. I like that disconnect. 
Wow. Yes. Holy shit. And I don't mind you an accent sucks, but it's because I'm not a racist. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, he did that during That's a YouTube uh, documentary. Uh, unlike high school, there was nobody here to protect Chris Chan. Which so, was probably a shock to him because he was used to that. So out in the real world, people did not tolerate quirks, quote unquote quirks, Quirk, quirks yeah. which made them reasonably suspicious of Chris Chan and talk critically of him in front of customers and management, <laughs> which also is not a good thing for a job. He's like this piece of shit. Yeah. And he was too much of a dumb shit to flip burgers or to shake fries. You Which shake. is all his job was. Yes, you shake fries. McDonald's? Yes. I worked in the kitchen at McDonald's for like a week. You have to shake the shake the fries. Oh. Anyways. I don't work out I don't work out front, so I don't do fries. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, high school didn't teach bag. him how to handle adversity at all because he was rarely yes. bullied and when he was he was too autistic to recognize it for what it was. And he had terrible emotional regulation, which made it easy to really get under his skin under the dumbest, over the dumbest shit. So, like, you could, like, dump a, like, a pan of hot fry oil, oil on his head, <gasps> and he would likely laugh it off and call you his buddy. But if you say something like, I fucking hate Mondays, he might get really mad at you for being a gutter mouth. Okay. And from that day on, he may uh, you know, have a blood feud with you, and you just would never know about so it. So are you saying that if Chris Chan had been properly bullied in high school, he might have learned a little bit of humility, or at least to shut the fuck up, yes. and then this whole thing would not have happened? Probably. He would have just kept to himself if and stayed like, off the If he had normal internet. parents and normal socialization, I think he might have just been a retard who draws for money on the internet. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. I think my life would have been very different if I had had proper socialization <laughs> as a child. I feel like our life would be better. You would have actually gotten married at an appropriate time. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and I would not be doing the deuce. But <laughs> we have to admit the deuce is probably the best thing to ever happen to the world. It is. It is. So this brings me to the second story. Right. So the first one draws a picture. So that didn't get him fired. Well, it happened around the same time as this okay. story. So it's unclear about... What actually got him fired? Right. So the second story is uh, just really, really short. It was uh, just before being fired, Chris Chen attempted to entertain, quote unquote, entertain a little boy who was with his parents. Oh, I can see this going so, very, very bad. According to Chris Chan, uh, so well, I mean, so let me let me get into this because this is like a little caveat and like a little side thing before we get into the continuation of the story. Chris Chan is starting this weird habit where he interacts with uh, with and surrounds himself with children. Yeah, you see the like the patterns that I'm bringing out throughout the you know the rest of the, you know his previous past life, uh, his, his past life. <laughs> I mean, he, he's silent you at this point, so he might as well be his past life. Uh, actually, no, technically he's Christine, and Christine is different from Chris Chan. So Chris. Chan is a previous another life. false reality. Yeah, no, another false reality. Um, so he surrounds himself with children, and he has a habit of hanging out with kids, which could be just because he's autistic and retarded and emotionally at the same level as them. Yeah, but it, and you see it with a with his gig as the, you know, like I said, like the gym leader and him going out of his way to target children at his workplace, which might be an issue because most yeah. lol cows, like I said, end up being predators yeah they ended up being pedophiles openly pedophiles too like trolls will pretend to be like little girls and will contact these guys and these guys will say some really wild crazy illegal shit that like chris hansen would go after you for yeah and i don't know why but like no one presses charges on them for that but then like they post all the like the comments and stuff like on the internet for people to see so these guys are pedophiles i think a bunch of them actually are arrested for pedophilia at one point but i mean that's like a slap on the wrist for your first offense and then they just get released like six months later 
later and they're just back out doing the same shit. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, it's it's really weird, but that's the that's the route that most low calls low calls go, right? Mm -hmm. And usually they are very on the open and caught in the act creeping on children. But in a recent Chris Chan development, which uh, happened like a month ago, like the video was a month old on YouTube, uh, there might be a bit of a sticky situation going on in firm right now. Really? Yeah, so as of a month ago, someone was sna has snapped photos of Chris Chan in a grocery store with a mysterious female. Uh-oh. And it's a very blurry photo, kind of like the like the, the Bigfoot Big photos. <laughs> very blurry. So it's hard to tell uh, the, like the, the, what the chick looks like. Yeah. And But in one of the photos, it's really the clearest photo, uh, has surface showing him uh, and a better picture of the chick's face. And it's kind of weird. Because in all the photos, it looks clear that it's the same person. Right. Uh, and that Christian is being a weirdo and is usually overly touchy, kind of rapey self. That you'll yeah. find that he will be and with there being a photo of them at a food court and he's like trying to like do like the kiss on the cheek so it's hard to tell if she's into the kiss or not because it's yeah. a little blurry but she probably isn't body language kind of says that she might not be entirely into it uh might just be another retarded person <laughs> who knows <laughs> but clear that there's some sort of uncomfortability going on and what's yeah. really weird is it's hard to tell how old the person is oh Okay. It's like a 50-50 shot that she's a 15-year-old girl who looks older, or she's an older woman with a baby face. Oh, my God. And it's impossible. The and photos are that blurry? It's, it's not that they're that blurry. It's just like the face itself literally could be that. And you you, know, you can usually tell someone's age by the way they dress. Yeah. But she doesn't dress like a 15-year-old. She also doesn't dress like a 50-year-old. Okay. Yeah, which would be much more age-appropriate for Isn't Chris because he's in his 40s. With the, with the technology of cell phones these days, you're telling me these creepers cannot no, get a few, better pictures. A few of the pictures look like they're from CCTV. Who who's getting who has access to that no. footage? To, oh my no. god, they're everywhere, aren't they're they? They're everywhere. It's fucking <laughs> trolls, man. They will oh, they, they will if they want to track you, they will track you. But yeah, like one, one of the photos looks like you know like how you go to like the self serve kiosk at like the grocery store, yeah, and they got the camera and you look up and it looks like that except not very clear it looks like an older version of that so it's like how clerks was filmed essentially yeah pretty much <laughs> and, and the only uh the only camera that like looked like it wasn't like a, like a security camera was the picture that they took of them at the food court which looked like it was like underneath someone's jacket snapping a photo quietly <laughs> of that shit uh so i, I don't want to pass judgment until there's more information yeah but uh it, it, it doesn't might, really bode it might well. be an yeah. underage girl we don't know yeah it doesn't bode well for chris chan and, <laughs> and this might be a sign that he's in a what i call the later stages of pre-pedophilia yeah where he's about to victimize a person but he hasn't quite done it yet yeah but that's only if she's underage again she and we don't we don't could have just any as idea. much be a middle-aged woman who's just because she's tiny it's a tiny woman yeah and some are speculating it's a girlfriend others are speculating that it's like a caregiver which would be wildly inappropriate if he's kissing his caregiver yeah, <laughs> or didn't you say it might be a caseworker or yeah, yeah. someone who's yes. yeah like involved in an official capacity? Yes. Okay. Yes. So we don't really know. So we don't really know, but it, it's like she's just like one of those weird women. It's, you can't tell if she's underage or not because she's just so <laughs> fucking ugly. It's weird, <laughs> weird looking, weird looking person. Ugh. But then again, I mean, it's Chris Chan, so that might be the only kind of female you can get. Either the impressionable underage person who's like enraptured by his uh, celebrity status. Or the fucking circus freaks. <laughs>
Now that I, I have respect for circus freaks. You know, they stick to their own though. They don't really go out in a society and hunt for a mate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like how you phrase that, that hunt. They, they keep it for they keep it in house, you know. <laughs> so, point of me bringing that up now is that if Chris Chan is a pedo bear, right? Yeah, uh, it adds a certain level of darkness to his actions with a little boy at Wendy's. Okay, and makes him getting fired from there seem more justified with hindsight. So, while it is unclear exactly what he was doing, according to Chris Chan, he was doing what he referred to as the perfect Donald Duck impression to try to cheer the child up. And that's the reason why he was fired, because he was doing it, and the parents and the manager didn't like like it. And they also hated him, so they were like, fuck you, you're fired. Fucking but that's weird. All, all that information comes from Chris Chan and his okay. autobiography that he wrote so we don't know, Quickie. So we don't know what he was actually... Exactly. But those are the two instances that happened like right, like right next to each other around the uh, same time he got fired. And as you as you can easily tell, both are pretty likely to be the reasons why you get fired at fucking Wendy's. So uh, this became such a troubling event to Chris Chan that he would eventually, when he would start the Sonic, because we're pre-Sonic I know I've been talking about the Sonic web comics. We're pre-drawing the first Sonic web comic. Hasn't gotten to that point oh, yet. Okay. But all of his past events and all of his shit, they make their appearances in the comics, so I'm just going to keep mentioning them. So that's what. So he puts all this stuff in the in the yeah, comics. Yeah, in the web comics. That, but don't get confused when I say that they're in the web comics. Yeah. I'm not. I'm saying they, that they they're not they're, in there they're yet. They're not in there yet in the storyline. But I'm okay. going to be mentioning them as the events happen, like they are. Yeah. Just bear with me. <laughs> uh, so so he he uh, he drew an episode specifically about it within the web comics and proceeded to bash the manager at the Wendy's and further made Chris Chan hate authority figures. Chris Chan has a problem with authority figures. You'll find out. A lot of us do. Yeah, a lot of us do. But he's really hates it. And it estimated uh, that he's made about 500 bucks working at Wendy's. So he officially has only made $500 in his entire life. <laughs> Outside of that, his only income is whatever he can get from donations and welfare. Mm, damn. Yeah, he's a welfare rat. <laughs> uh, I would say queen, but that would... I mean, uh, that would yeah, just no, be, I don't do respect that. the pronouns. <laughs> so in June 2002, Chris Chan resigns, quote unquote, resigns from being a gym leader at Toys R Us, which is likely a fancy way of saying they finally and fired him and never asked him to come back. <laughs> I know, like, is that what he called it on the way out after they were escorting him to the door and telling like, security to not allow him back tased in? Tased him, maced him, hogtied him, and he's like, I resign, like, I resign. I resign. <laughs> but it's likely he pissed him off enough that they just officially banned him from ever coming back. Yeah. However, this did not deter Chris Chan uh, from becoming a gym leader because he got another position as a gym leader uh, at the local hobby shop known as The Game Place. And The Game Place will be the funniest shit in his entire life. You will love it. Uh, and he did that on Fridays. So it was like every Friday yeah. around this time. That's what he did. And since leaving high school and the happiest years of his life behind, Chris Chan has been unwilling and unable to progress in any other aspect of his life and has unfortunately regressed in several key areas the older he gets. That's really sad. And he's essentially remained trapped in the childish impression of the year 2000. <laughs> Yes. That's really sad. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like those like weird guys who, like they graduate high school, but then they still go to high school parties and well into their thirties. Yeah, that's and weird. It, it's like Matthew McConaughey is like, all right, all right, all right. You know what I like about high school girls? 
As I get older, they stay the same age. Guess how many episodes you've said that in? Six. Three. <laughs> Wait, you're keeping a track? I am keeping track. Is, is this literally. on my quickie page? Yes. All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep track of my stats. Recycle jokes. <laughs> but that is like days since Eli was appeared in public. Days since Eli's been outside. And since the last Eli's time. Eli's like fresh air. 375 days since the last time Eli was spotted outside. <laughs> yes. I literally am a cryptid. Even my, my one friend that's not in my head is like, we should hang out. I'm like, but it's outside. <laughs> like, are you coming to me? or? <laughs> I just don't want to see someone, like a picture on the internet of you like on top of a bridge. Yeah. Like moth was it Mothman? Mothman. Like the are you? Of doom. Like, the minute, like no, I'm like. But Puck you're up there with your robe. No, but I'm like, was it was that Tucker County or Pucker County, Phil? The the fucking hedgehog or go groundhog or whatever. It's Pucker County, isn't it? You you saying that got the word out of my head. <laughs> but I know that hey, word. Yeah, you okay, screwed it up okay. in my fucking head. Well, his name's Phil, and, and he's a ground. <laughs> I think it's Phil. It is not. It's got whatever. The point is, it's a fucking groundhog. I'm, I'm I'm like the groundhog, and when you see me outside, that's when you know it's winter. Six weeks of spring. Yeah, six weeks of spring. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me, man. All right, that, that that's the function I serve in life. <laughs> Like, like ABC News crew outside the door waiting to see if Eli's going to come out. Wait, wait, wait. Is this the week? Is this the week? Oh, wait, wait. I see him in the window. Is he going to come out? Was that was that his head popping up and in the window? He, they're like they're frying bacon. They got chicks like with like <laughs> their tits out. I'm just to like lure you outside. Me out. It's like, we getting spring at guy? And then like your head just sort of sinks down below the windowsill. Like, no, he's not coming and out. And he hears just vigorous. Yes, that is me. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we, we're not making an episode about me, but we probably should. So, <laughs> so, so it's likely that Chris Chan chose the year 2000 because in his mind, he was happy and because he was killing it with the ladies in his mind. Even though all of that stuff was illusory because yeah. literally those chicks were being paid yeah, to spend time with him. Yeah, they were essentially whores. Oh, like, they were my like, God. Great, great uh, way to... Chris Chan's, like... Groom your daughters, oh, though. Like, no, no. I think it's more of, like, a Bob thing. It's like, Bob would approach them. And then, like, he approached the school, and then the school the approached the girls. Bob? His father. Oh. <laughs> so, it's, it's, more like, it's more like paying a prostitute to play video games with you. And to spend time with you. Cause That's to, sad. To me, in my mind, all women are prostitutes, and this kind of proves it. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> this kind of proves it, though. That was, they that will was do my introduction for that money. Was, they that will was hang my introduction to you when I first money. met when I first met you at work. Like, hi, I'm Eli. All women are whores. I'm and like, you're like, I'm gonna be best friends with this guy. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm gonna do a podcast. with It them. wasn't even like day two of knowing you. It was like 15 minutes after knowing you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I told you. you know, I, you're I, like, they're I, all communists. Like, you go on a date with a girl, and I want to make all sure that her and I are on a similar wavelength, or at least she can handle the stuff I say. You like, you like pull out a hundred dollar bill and then no, wave no, it around no, your no, dick, and no. you're like, if she goes for it, you're like, no, nah, I'm not interested. No, no. So what I do is a but test before or after the blood. What drink. I do with the test with the women to make sure they're like up to my standards is I'll call them a whore. I'll call all women a whore and see what they react. And to I have it is. seen that. I have seen yes. the results of that with other women. <laughs> yes, 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 you have. And it's amazing. <laughs> it really weeds out. The, I don't the, the know weak if blood. I would recommend that that other men do. Other men have a problem getting pussy. I have no problem getting pussy, <laughs> so I can afford to lose a few. <laughs> <laughs> Most guys, it's like what they say: like only thirty percent of men are having like regular sex. You are. The, you I are am all in the that thirty percent. You are twenty nine percent of that thirty <laughs> percent. <laughs> 
I gets the pussy. <laughs> uh, unlike Chris Chan. Yeah. And Chris Chan likely never learned that his parents had influenced his relationships with his gal pals. But even if you told him that, do you think he would believe it? I don't it? think so. I think he's too much so of a dumb shit to believe So everyone on the him. internet knows that, yes. but he doesn't. I, he he might have mentioned it in his in his memoirs, but... But it doesn't affect him? It, I don't think he's made the connection. Jesus Christ. And he generally believes that he was doing something that managed to work with the ladies at this point. So like, did he spend the rest of his life trying to figure out what that was, yes. how to make that work yeah, again? That, that's literally what he's trying to do. That's what the love quest is about. So he... You should get a friend to pay someone, but not tell him which someone it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. However, he could never figure out what it was. Oh my God. And Chris Chan seemingly didn't recognize or even acknowledge the fact that he has was abandoned by all of his gal pals yes, immediately. Immediately. He moved on dating and eventually marrying real men with careers. <laughs> uh, none of this really sunk into Chris Chan, who was wondering how those guys managed so, to do what he could. So he's not. like, they don't have a name tag medallion, and they're not holding up yeah. signs saying, "I'm looking for a girlfriend." But they got girlfriends. Yeah. How did they get pussy? <laughs> Instead of asking, like, hey, how did you get pussy? He's just but like... But the answer would be not being he, retarded. He, he's hating on them from, the like, the shadows, trying yeah. to, like, think of, like, 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 oh, like, my precious. How do I get my precious? My precious. And, and the solution he comes up with is, is well, name tags and... You'll, you'll find out. It's, stalking it's, it's a lot, women. It's a lot of shit. So after losing touch with his gal pals, Chris Chan likely never found his niche in college. I don't know if there is, is one niche. for somebody like him. <laughs> and as the junior, and again, this is a junior college. This is like community college. Hey, so I, I'm not community college, I, I, man. I, I took a few semesters, all right? I, I will admit that. Uh, at a not real college, because it's not a real college, and I can only My favorite that. college classes ever were at community college. Yeah, honestly. It's just more like the mm, teachers. Math. They're like the teachers that couldn't make it into like the Ivy League courses. I had, I had professors who had like fucking multiple PhDs, and like, why are you even here? Because it's a fucking cushy job, yes. that's why. Yes, yes, it's, it's a good job. I would love Teaching to become people a professor who will not get community jobs. college. Absolutely. And you get paid in like pretty good, too. Nice vacation time. Yes. No pressure at all. No, no one gives pressure. a shit. You could fuck the students. No one gives a shit because it's not a good college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So uh, the, 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 the junior college crowd was much more harsh and unforgiving towards him. Like he experienced at Wendy's. And so it's the real world. All, yeah, it's the real world. <laughs> and it was clear that the school and his classmates were, again, unwilling to humor him and his personal idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Big words for Eli. But at least you me. broke it into two parts, so it was easier to say. Shut up. I have a speech impediment. <laughs> you don't. You're, you don't. Everyone stumbles over words. You. I have a speech impediment. Uh, no, yeah, you I stumble don't. over the words all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris Chan was so obsessed with the year 2000 that he actually wrote about his 18th birthday, which took place in the year 2000, and he's like now 21 at this point. That's so, sad. For, which, which he shared with his quote-unquote gal pals the one time they hung out with him outside of school. Yeah. That's the one time. Were they so like they're all at his they house. Got, they got slipped and an there, extra 50. There's photos of, of them with him, and they're like eating like, on like ice cream or whatever. Yeah. From these like little like paper cup things. But yeah, like they all look like they're kind of happy. But they look like, like teenagers back when teenagers looked like they were 20. <laughs> Nowadays, teenagers look like they're like toddlers. But back then, they looked yeah. like they could have been on like Playboy. Not because they were hot, although one of them kind of looked like a dyke, but anyways, oh, that's, a, that's a whole other thing. His peppermint patty-esque gal pal. Holy I, shit. I'm just pretty sure he was calling her a lesbian, but uh, uh, they, they were kind of hot, like in, like in the like the early 2000s, like you you know, so. teenage co-ed hot way. <laughs> uh, so he wrote this account in 2003, just before his 21st birthday. And on his 21st birthday, Chris Chan was reading Wednesday's Child 
by Peter Robinson for a assignment. Do you know? Why do I? I remember the name, but I don't remember what that is. Uh, Wednesday's Child. Uh, it's what it's a, it's like a part of a detective series, I believe. Okay. Yeah, because it was it's a, it's like pretty one, sure I've heard the a, title. It's like the sixth installment of oh, okay. the detective series, or whatever. Uh, and so at some point in this class, I've never read the book. I'm assuming it's got some sort of homosexuality involved in it, because at this point, uh, homosexuality was brought up in discussion in the class. And that's something oh, Chris no. was and likely still is against due to his religious beliefs, which is fucking hilarious. So fucking funny he's against it, as he currently is. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris Chan, being his usual quirky self, found it impossible to not say something derogatory in the middle of class. You know, I approve of that. Uh, yeah, I, I approve of, of that too. But again, it's Chris Chan. He's he's not the hero you want. He's the hero that you get when you can't get anyone else to do the job. Yeah, he's sort of the uh, sort of the hero that you you put your coins in and you press like A seven or whatever. But that's not the one that comes out. But you already paid for it, so that's what you get. Right? You just say hero instead he's of like vending, a vending machine. machine hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but, like you're a like, Japanese vending machine hero, but got like the the, the mystery pods. So you don't even know what the fuck you're getting. It could be anything. And it's anything. not girls it, used underwear. It could be. It could also just be like a soda that's like a carbonated milk drink that's like tastes like spinach. They have I, Well, it's. I mean, any <laughs> anything that's weird where you say it's Japanese, you go okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it's well, a weird then, Japanese then like mystery vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> Cure for cancer. Use panties from a little girl. <laughs> They have the camera like, fuck, I wanted the panties. Fuck. God damn it. That's how you know you're Japanese. Yes. When you want the tentacle monsters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's unclear what he said. Because uh, again, oh, we don't have, we don't know exactly what he said. Well, yeah, because this, this story comes from Chris Chan. And he didn't and quote himself? And it's back. He didn't quote himself because, again, he doesn't swear. Or when he does, he bleeps it out or completely forgets that he swore because uh, he's one of those weirdos. But uh, it's backed up by evidence that we, they can prove. But uh, according to him, it's, it's, it's unclear why uh, what, what he said. But it was enough to get him removed from the class, which contrasts with his 18th birthday because, you know, his 18th birthday is a happy memory. This is his 21st birthday. And he's getting kicked out of class. <laughs> and this is like one of the worst days of his life. <laughs> It's so weird. It's like, like I approve whatever the fuck he said. I fucking approve, and I will stand by that. But I don't want to stand near him. I don't want anything to do <laughs> no. with him. Yes, but sometimes it's like the you one need time the retard. Hitler said something that was actually kind of right. <laughs> sometimes you need that one retard. Yes, because nobody, because no one who's actually not a retard is willing to say it. And not only was he removed from the class, but he was removed from the course entirely because of oh, it. But see, what's the thing? Like, oh, your dissenting viewpoint. Let's just eliminate the dissenting well, viewpoint. No, Fuck you. I think this is... Fuck you. It's community college, Mel. This, this is a little bit different. There's not so much brainwashing going on at community college because everyone's just too dumb. <laughs> too dumb to be brainwashed. <laughs> too dumb to be brainwashed, right? <laughs> so he was removed from the course. And while th what he said was never revealed, Chris Chan himself said it was... And here's a quote from him. Exclamations you'd likely hear from a black person in church. Whatever the fuck that means. 
I'm trying to imagine. Yeah. I, because I'm thinking hallelujah is what he said. Hallelujah. Kill them faggots. You know, hallelujah? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. So it's like set them, you know, no, them faggots on fire. Now I'm remembering something actually from your memoir when you're talking about the... <laughs> Jesus the, Christ. Yeah, no, like the uh, the minister, the priest, oh, like going on like about... Oh, and going Yeah, and on going about, on about those, like, you know, those faggots, the, yeah, this and that. Calibiters. Well, before people get upset, I uh, technically I'm gay, so I'm allowed to use that word. It's like our n-word so uh, go fuck yourselves if you're upset <laughs> about the liberal use and mel's got the gay pass she's got the faggot pass so she can say whatever she wants <laughs> uh, i had to throw that caveat because it's been a while since we dropped a hard f-bomb yeah. on the show and i want you people to said be aware earlier of in the episode yeah i know about i want to oh no i said dyke dyke te- to me dyke's no, not derogatory yeah, yeah i did <laughs> i slipped in there you didn't even realize it. it's not derogatory you know why because it's true <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but uh, yeah. He, so is that what he if meant? You, if you is ever, that what he was talking ever, about? I'll, no one knows what he's talking about. That's, that's the point. What the fuck? Because like, it could be anywhere from hallelujah to setting faggots on fire. Because black people really don't like the gay community, Mel. Yeah. Especially black conservatives. Really, like they get really uncomfortable just saying the word gay. Okay, so that so maybe that's what he's referring to, but we don't actually. Yeah, know. we we don't actually know what was said. Just. That was his explanation of it, and he got removed from the course from it. <laughs> oh, God. So it's, That's it's awesome, though. probably worse than anything Eli's ever said live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and since school was the only time he was even remotely near anybody his age, it's unclear how many courses, uh, and it's unclear how many courses he was taking this sem- that semester, but it's likely that uh, was his only course. So he lost his only form the socialization oh, okay. yeah so like it might have been his only course this semester yeah. and that's that, that there goes his socialization with anyone that's not borb yeah again but <laughs> unlike in high school chris chan had nobody there to comfort him because remember at the graduation ceremony and at prom he had people there to comfort him when he yeah. cried uh he didn't have that here no one gave a shit he was crying alone on like a park bench somewhere and people were just looking at him like what the fuck That's you fucking weirdo? Sad. And his and this event marks his downward spiral of uh, Chris Chan's education. That was it. Yeah, he like, won after graduating from high school. His one college <laughs> class, and like, nah, downward spiral from well, there. It literally is downward from there. Usually, community college is when you hit rock bottom. <laughs> not for Chris Chan. Chris no, Chan from community college is the dream. <laughs> So that very same day, so the same day that he gets kicked out of class, yeah. uh, moments after getting ejected from his English class, Chris Chan starts his infamous love quest officially because he's got nothing but time on his hands. Oh, he changes, he switches gears pretty quickly, same day. Well, kind of. But Chris Chan makes, manages to make a connection here. Okay. For once, he manages to be self-aware just a little bit. And he makes the connection between his misery and the lack of people surrounding him. Wow, you know, so it takes That's some growth. of us. It takes us decades to figure that That's shit out. That's human growth. It right really there, is. So this is this is the uh, Chris Chan saga of developing yes. a, a personality. Maybe, maybe, or maybe this is like this the one little like shred blip, of hope the, that he had, the little blip, a little blip the, on the, the radar of clock humanity. Is right twice a day, except that doesn't really work anymore because everything's digital. <laughs> yeah, everything's digital, man. If you're no if one your gets that broken, anymore, they're like, what? Google one. updates my clock. Yes. Like, oh god. People, I I don't even worry about daily savings time anymore because 
Google does Do, Daylight me. savings time happened this year without me knowing. I'm like, why am I so tired? <laughs> yeah, that's how. I, that, but you're tired all Jeez. the time, so it's even hard to tell when, when <laughs> that's you know that's the case. That's true. So this made him realize that he should pursue a romantic relationship to try to like fill in the uh, hole that's in his emotional support network, which at this point was just literally Borb. So he probably should have started with friends first. Probably should have friends yeah. his own age, not children. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. However, Chris Chan knew that to find his soulmate, the woman that would bear his children in his mind, he would have to figure out the secret recipe to getting what, Mel? Females? Pussy. Uh, you gotta get the pussy. Yeah, so I can tell the difference yes. in our our thought process. See, in there. order to have a child, you have to get the pussy first. Right. Or at least trick her into thinking that she's a turkey and you need to baste her. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly don't know how reproduction happens. I used to think that you would shake your penis and pee on her leg and she'd get pregnant nine months later. <laughs> <laughs> that was my childhood. <laughs> so Chris Chan's preoccupation with pussy is seen in the editions of his webcomic that he drew in April of 2003. So this was the Rose Chan thing. Yeah. So this okay. is, and then he began depicting romance. Well, no, he began depicting romance between Rose Chu and Sana Chu. Oh, okay. Uh, and even making a Pokemon card with them together known as the Hedgehogs in Love. Uh, that's creepy. More, Which, more, more creepy than cute. Quickly following it up with uh, Sonichu and Rosechu, that's Genesis of the Love Hugs. Love Hugs? Yes. So uh, that's a short story. It's a r romantic story between the, uh, between the two characters that ends with a steamy kiss while sitting on a log looking out on the moon. It's a full moon. Okay. And he even depicted the story in his webcomic series. So it was, originally it was a short story he wrote. And then when he started drawing the webcomics, it was like the first episode or like second episode or whatever. And he drew that story. On the one on the one hand, I'm glad that, you know, <laughs> people finding, you know, exercising their artistic gifts and storytelling and developing the ideas of narrative and everything. But if you're looking for a mate, you need to work on yourself to be the kind of person that the mate would want. He sent those fucking self-help books. I know. <laughs> Gross. I, 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 I feel I, like I have to like sanitize your mic afterwards. <laughs> just from saying that shit. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> so, and it would only take a few short months for his fixation on sex to begin to materialize in the real world. Uh, this is this is the part where I'm going to feel icky then. Yes. What are you talking about? Oh. So, in August of that same year, Chris Chan's obsession... Uh, like I said, materialized in the real world. And during his fourth year in his two-year school, uh, Chris Chan made his first <laughs> attraction sign. Oh, God. And getting pussy is really easy for those guys to struggle. You just walk up to a chick and you go, wanna fuck, while miming penetration with her hands. Just go like this, wanna fuck. <laughs> and if she says yes, you're in the clear. If she ask, says no, ask her sister or her mother. <laughs> That's how you get pussy. Life advice for Eli. Yeah, it's just, you want fuck? No? Okay. You move on to the next woman. You want fuck? No? Okay. Before, if you're lucky, you'll find a woman who wants to fuck before they call the cops on you. Uh, but Chris Chan missed that seminar because he did the exact opposite of that. You know, because my whole point is, like, you go out there and you talk to a woman, and that's how yeah. you get pussy. Chris Chan's like, oh, well, talking to a woman doesn't work, so I'm going to not talk to women to get pussy. Yeah, that's definitely not going to work. <laughs> he might get some bussy. Do I? I don't want to know what that it's is. It's like butt pussy. It's, it's what, oh, okay. It's we what don't want to know what that is. Like no. And they're nope. spitting their eggs nope. into each other's stomachs. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how gay people reproduce. It, oh. Like xenomorph. Like like the Namax? Yes. <laughs> Let me just like spit up a huge egg out of my mouth. Like, yes. oh, and, like, did not expect back that. into the planet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what Piccolo No, I'm does. not here for that. <laughs> no. So his intent was to get the attention of a boyfriend-free girl. Oh, that's right. His whole thing was, I'm looking for a female who does not currently yeah, have a boyfriend. Miraculously, every chick he ever approached had a boyfriend. <laughs> and he, he calls it the infinitely high boyfriend factor that's what he calls it and he's like i have to but somehow overcome this but he didn't did he, he didn't get the hint that that oh these are girls who don't have boyfriends but they're not no, interested he's, retarded. In he's, he's literally retarded <laughs> so it's not i'm doing something wrong it's all these girls have yeah, boyfriends yeah. oh he's just unlucky enough to be picking out the wrong ones every single time yeah so he, he <laughs> believes that he can create a sign that will attract the right ones and Chris Chan figured out he could beat the system. If every chick he talked to had a boyfriend, they just simply wouldn't talk to them. And instead stood still with a sign, sometimes pacing like a lunatic, until a girl walked up to him and presented her taint to him. Because that's what he idealized the entire scenario being like. He'd have the sign and a chick would like, you know, show him her pussy and be like, alright, let's, let's get this, let's go. Let's get this. Are you guessing what's in the mind of Chris Chan? Does I'm, that mean that you have some insight into the mind of someone like Chris Chan? I have insight into the mind of men who don't get pussy because I get so much pussy. I'm, I, I, I'm generally just trying to help. Like, like, think of me as like Hustlers like University. I'm just trying to help you not to be a fucking loser. Wow. You know, is, that I, your, is that your new podcast? <laughs> How to Not Be a Fucking Loser not by be Eli a Newton? Loser? Absolutely. That's going to be our third show. <laughs> we're going to add it to the Deuce Network. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Network the of shows, network, just man. me and you doing the shit on the weekends yeah. all weekend. It's just like four <laughs> or five different shows, and it's just us. Absolutely, we make zero money, but we do it yes, for the people. We don't we do, do it for the merchandise. <laughs> so the sign itself contained all the qualities that he was looking for in a partner, but not, but not even advertising his own oh, qualities. No, he actually does. It's, oh, got, it's got stats on himself, and I actually have what one of the signs says because oh, these are no. hand drawn signs, and he has had to make hundreds of them throughout his hundreds love yes hundreds it's probably not an exaggeration i mean it would probably be closer to like 80 but like he's had to make a shit ton so they all don't say the exact same but thing but they could all say one thing if you're gonna make a hand-drawn Pussy sign beer. no you just what? make it say i'm a fucking lunatic that's what it should <laughs> say because who anyone who sees anybody with a sign unless they're like at a protest or something you're walking around with a sign Even like that or lunatics. You're, you're a fucking lunatic. <laughs> yes. Holy yes. shit. So uh, here's what one of the signs says. Verbatim, word for word, and mind you, it's written in multi-different colored pencils and markers, and some text is really big, some text is really small, so small that you have to literally be like leaning up against it with a magnifying glass to read it. So maybe it. that was part of it. Maybe that was very clever. Yes. To get the girls he, he had, over to actually read the damn text. He had sonnet chew and rose chew and a bunch of other chews drawn all over them, and they were decorated. They literally looked like a 10-year-old. So not just lunatic, and as a but man who's got lunatic. such a prolific career of drawing, you would imagine that he would improve. But I've never seen an artist go so long without improving on their art. <laughs> it's I, the same I, quality as shit. The I did, around. but only because I had like a twenty-year gap between drawing things. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's what the sign says: twenty-one and single, white male. Shy, smart, young at heart, computer skilled, humorous, a great thinker, and go-getter. Enjoys good parts of life. Diplomatic, peaceful, very creative. I'm going to say all the things written in caps. I'm just going to shout into the mic for you. Uh, he's lonely. 
seeking a cute 18 to 21 single female companion who is 18 to 21 years of age and does not already have a boyfriend. Average to slender, body type Y, lives in the Charlottesville or Ruckersville area, does not smoke or drink alcohol, happy, positive personality, average or high income, drives a vehicle. If any men read this huge sign, mind your own business, and to all men with a girlfriend except for married and blacks, go jump off a cliff. Have a nice day. That's what the signs typically said. <laughs> that, was like, that was like 5,000 words. How does he fit all that onto a it's fucking sign? It's a pretty sign? big sign. It's a pretty big sign. Uh, any... oh, see, you missed the slurp. I, I think that was the first official slurp of the episode. Oh, no, that's like that's the second it. or third. No, that's the first one I heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it is cocoa season. It is cocoa season. For, so for two months, Chris Chan would tape the sign to the wall of the college's lobby and then would wait near it. How does he call himself a go a go getter? Does not make a retarded sign like that and then sit under it. Well, he clearly doesn't understand what the word go getter means. Go get her. I don't go think it's the same her. thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no. Any female that fits those characteristics or whatever has a boyfriend. Yeah, because those are like the characteristics everyone wants. All Some the, rich yes, white chick. Everyone, any even, any man even with the black any man, kind of a job even the black man has he got says a girlfriend that are like okay. that. Like, like, he's like, everyone who's except for blacks, even the black one would be like, yeah, it's like the dream girl, a white chick with money. Hell yeah. Everyone wants there's, that. There's a, there's a youngish, there's a young guy at work who was, we were talking the other day. Mm-hmm. He's talking about his girlfriend. He's like, yeah, you know, there's no real red flags, you know, except like her father is an alcoholic or whatever. But he's like, that, <laughs> might be, that might be a red flag. He was telling me about the holiday. But then he's like, talking about i don't know if i want to get married i said does she want to be a mother yeah she said she originally didn't want kids but now she does and i'm like and she she doesn't drink doesn't smoke and she's good to you and i'm like i'm like why are you hesitating here uh, those might be the most dangerous because uh they might be from a cult <laughs> if they I, have from, all those from, things, that might be a cult, man. All the shit that goes on with like the Gen Z women and how horrific yeah, feminists are for money. and shit like that. And like, if you have a good woman like that, yeah, take hang it. on to her. Yeah, yeah. whoever you are, if you listen to the show, hop on her cock and suck it for the rest of your life. <laughs> be her a bitch. Do whatever you want. Oh she wants God. you to do because that's, that's the closest. A good one. That's no, that's the closest thing to a good one you'll yeah. ever get in your entire life. This is your one opportunity to blow. Spaghetti on your sweater already. I don't know. It's an Eminem song. <laughs> the, the point is, you got one shot, one chance. Yeah, don't let Chris, it go. Chris Chan was not going to get a girl no, like that. Chris Chan was never going to get a girl. No. Unless he does it like a hall. Everyone else who can't get a girl does it. Put a little something in the bubbly and wait for her to go limp. Date rape, Mel. Date rape. Yeah. I wasn't sure how to respond to that. Sorry. Because you're like, oh, bubbly. No, I, uh, like, I think I'm gonna have another sip of coffee. Myself. So, so he would uh, he, he would take the sign to the wall, and he would wait near it. And the sign actually had an arrow that would point towards Chris Chan. Are you kidding me? As if people would need to know who the sweaty bug-eyed freak next to the sign was. I'm assuming that there's like four thousand pictures of this because that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, there's just a few pictures pictures of this. That just I I, and, I would I would a be embarrassed of, by that, but I would take a picture. There's of a lot that. of like before Chris Chan like met like his online celebrity before he got that. Yeah, there was online online uh, first-hand accounts of this. Oh, and then people shit. would write on like forums and shit. And be- so before he was even famous, they were writing about, "Hey, there's this fucker yeah. at this college." Oh yeah, this. no, there's like an entire like a uh, blog that this chick devoted to just writing about him and his like. I think she called it like the tale of the crazy pacer. 
Wow. We'll, so we'll actually get he into was that getting point. female attention, but not the kind of female attention yes, he was looking not, for. Not the way, not the way he wanted. Uh, but his plans would be thwarted by October seventh uh, by Chris Chan's future nemesis, uh oh, Mary Lee Walsh. Mary Lee Walsh has entered his the, fucking entered nemesis, the fight. and she's the <laughs> dean of students services. Oh shit! And she approached him and confiscated his sign. So. <laughs> Is it just like, this is for your own good, you're embarrassing the shit out of yourself? Well, that's probably how it actually happened, but I'll, I'll give you Chris's interpretation of it. Because it's like, for your, for your own good, please stop this. So according to Chris Chan, she told him that he wasn't allowed to find true love and proceeded to act very violently towards him. A point that he made in his webcomic about the event. But it's likely that she just told him to stop being a little fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and took the sign. But in his mind, she's like, you can't find true love. It's like, you're not allowed to tape shit to the wall. And also, you are damaging yourself doing this. That's that's what she said. She's like, you're not allowed to do this here. And he interpreted it as, you're not allowed to find true love. So Chris Chan decided that she couldn't stop his love quest, so he just made another sign. <laughs> and this is why I'm saying that he had to make n- numerous signs. So now it's like she has like a drawer with confiscated cell phones, a drawer with confiscated toys, a drawer with with confiscated sex it's, toys. It's college, Mel, so and it's like then sex toys a and huge, weed. a huge thing with just signs, yes. just like stacks of Chris like Chan's Chris signs. Chris Chan's love quest signs. Yes, Holy she shit. might be the single greatest collector of his signs. <laughs> Uh, Someday so it'll be worth something. She would take that sign, too, a few weeks out later. <laughs> she, would, she would just come up and take the sign again. And while he never admitted it, it's likely most of this was spurred on by the realization that Sarah Hammer... Remember Sarah Hammer? Look, I remember the name. The, the I think it was the little girl that chopped him underneath the house. Look at oh, the Casper. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> she was pretty... Like, that's the, like When he realized that she was pretty and that she was banging a fucking party magician by the name of Wes Isley. And Wes Isley oh, will become the character. party magician. Yeah, well, he's a party magician now. And he's married, and he's actually have, he's got a full life, and he's, it's amazing. But uh, uh, so likely Wes Isley hasn't thought about Chris Chan in, like, I, ever. This just reminds me of the, the IT crowd episode where <laughs> everyone's like, your boyfriend sounds like a magician. Like, no, he's not a magician. It's not like a magician. <laughs> he's literally yeah. doing fucking yes. tricks at the table at dinner. Yes. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, what size? Again, again, you look him up. He's, he's an actual party magician. <laughs> We're throwing in some business just for mentioning Honestly, his name. As a, as, I don't know, as a female, it's like red flag party magician. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. His his uh, he's like Sarah Hammer's really hot. Holy shit, she's dating a fucking party magician. <laughs> so Wes Isley and Sarah Hammer only dated briefly. And despite being a weird focus in Chris Chan's secret little world. Yeah. Which is really fucking weird. Because, like, like, again, it was like, you know, a few weeks, a few months, whatever. Yeah. And then they went their separate ways. But he focused on Wes Isley and hated Wes Isley. Yeah. With he the became, name like Wes he, Isley, he like became his nemesis. Like, like he's not got two nemesis. He's got like fucking uh, Mary Walsh and Wes Isley. And I, I, such, I, such, I don't think the very two had very much interactions, too. I don't think yeah. they ever really talked to each other. And uh, today, Wes Isley, who is married to a completely different woman and has kids and shit, has never once spoken about his interactions with Chris Chan. Because he doesn't like, give yeah, a shit and it doesn't affect him at well, all. Like, for some reason, he never felt the need to bash some autistic guy that was fixated <laughs> on an ex-girlfriend of his. And likely Oddly forgot enough. about the whole thing, but Chris Chan didn't forget. Chris Chan, Chris Chan never, never forgets. forgets. <laughs> so Chris Chan was, has shown Wes Isley in several of his comics and has even attempted to assassinate his character. <laughs> That's He's weird. done this by connecting him to ancient dark magic wizards and claiming that he was a cult member. 
<laughs> Christian acts like he's in a cult, but there's nobody else in the cult with him. He's in a cult by himself. The cult by himself and then all the Froopy Loops. <laughs> so temporarily uh, stopped by Mary Lee Walsh, Chris Chan would resort to venting his frustrations about it and his weekly newsletter that he handed he out a... to students on campus. What a weird. He had a weekly newsletter. And it was, of course, Sonichu themed. And there was things like he had, he had uh, what, 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 what is it when you, when you put ads out in papers? Uh, edi- not editorials. Uh, an an ad? Well, no, it's 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 like a, a what, what they call it is a specific section. It's oh, like classifieds. Like classifieds, yeah, yeah. It's like classifieds or personals or whatever. He had a whole section like that where essentially it was just him condensing his uh, his uh, attraction posters. And uh, he he had uh, he had a uh, was a was a Sonichu's poetry corner, and that's where you'd put some of his Honestly, poems. Honestly, he seems like the kind of guy that w- if one thing had gone a slightly different, and he had been turned in a slightly different direction, he could have been very successful because you can do that kind of shit online. Yeah, like web comics and all this narrative shit or whatever. Yeah, but, but having a newsletter handing it out is like shit a middle schooler does. You don't do the shit in college. No, you don't. It's extremely weird, yeah, it's and it's not like weird. it's something that a group of friends are doing because it's fucking funny as yeah, hell. Yeah, no. Which, which is even if it's immature, it's funny as which hell. Which is what led some of the early early trolls to believing that Chris Chan was just trolling them. Oh, because and, no one yeah, believed that an no actual one adult, that would, adult do would do this until the first hand account started appearing online. We're like, yeah, no, this guy literally does this. Oh my uh, god! But yeah, so he had a Sonichu themed uh, newsletter, and he begins venting his frustrations towards Wes Eisley, Mary Lee Walsh, and the lack of getting pussy. And he passed you know around campus and left stacks in the lobby of the school with editorials and personals that he wrote about himself. And of course, the personals, like I said, were littered with his attempts to get a boyfriend for your girlfriend. I. I- I, see now I'm just seeing and, it as, and, I can almost see the attraction that people had to fucking yes. with him because he's it's laying too it, easy. it's too easy it's too easy man it's too it's, easy it's like a, and it's just so weird it's like weird. a white chick during all stars weekend just too easy holy shit <laughs> you've been waiting to find a place to put that joke yeah, you, you've had that, that one in, in a podcast holster. a couple times man oh my god uh march madness hasn't reached it yet boys uh, i think that's one of them. isn't that like when all star weekend i don't know I when all star weekend know. all i know is that like when, when what people call all star weekends i call it the great female migration to atlanta <laughs> that's when all the women just decide oh i gotta go see my aunt who magically happens to live in georgia oh my god <laughs> so uh on the bottom of every newsletter he puts a notice and here's what it is verbatim <clears throat> all sonic material is copyrighted march 2000 to 2004 by christian weston chandler and put his and own no copyright one cared. on it. No one gave a shit, and he put his own copyright on the bottom So if he's of putting newsletter. in all this stuff about these, about the the Isley guy and all this stuff, like how close was he to actually putting in print threatening stuff about other people? It all was kind of pretty threatening. It was a little threatening. <laughs> a little threatening. Threatening in like the dumbest, cutest way possible. Jesus. So on November fourth, two thousand three, Chris Chan writes the poem "Saddest Heart in the World." And I will. I have the poem in its entirety. No. I I do. No. I have I have the poem in its entirety. Also, it's on the quickie page in its entirety. You're not gonna. I am. No. I am. We're not doing this. Oh, I am. Oh God. So here it goes. Lonesome and sad. Lonesome and sad. The mastermind is very bad. 
in efforts of getting a boyfriend-free gal, that female dog took my only idea for a fall. It's not very good poetry. <laughs> Heartbroken, sad, and very lonely, I may never remove my virginity. And with the Backstreet Boys tune, I sing my lonesome crone. Tell me why I'm stuck as a virgin with rage. Tell me why I so need a cute girl my age. Tell me why I ain't never want to hear you say. This is a new love, I have a boyfriend. That's in the middle of the fucking poem. This the, is only the middle. Yeah. Oh, you're the killing poem, me. The poem continues. And yes, he actually sings it in the Backstreet Boys tone. Have you heard him? He, act <laughs> yes. oh. he actually has an album now. He's, he's, he's got an album. <laughs> uh, so let me continue with the poem. And so deep and dreary thought, a girl was what I sought. A stitch in time, I still, I, I will never remove my crying rhyme. I may be destined for loneliness forever. Fate is to blame whatever i conclude this cry to say that along as long as there are no matching girls my happiness well runs dry wow i almost That's, shed a tear <laughs> almost shed a, i shed a tear just trying to sing that shit man it's so fucking weird oh my but god it, it, that song he actually put it into a song and it's on his album Wait, which we will get into why point. does he have an album oh, oh we're about to get into the album but uh it's 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 youtube famous is it really? Yeah, it's a YouTube famous album. Holy so yes, shit. you're supposed to sing it to the tune of I Want It That Way for that middle section, right in the middle of the fucking poem. Uh, and this also became lyrics for his song, I So Need a Cute Girl, a song <laughs> on his cover album, Christian and the Hedgehog Boys, uh, which he began recording that very summer. God. And the album is amazing because it's not just him taking like the the music, removing the lyrics, and adding his own lyrics. He's singing over the song, so if you listen to it, you can actually hear the original the song and the lyrics of the original song in there, and then he's just singing over it. Oh my god! Again, I feel bad for this guy because people like this have always existed, but it was before the internet, so it was all just yes. sort of like the people who knew the family knew he was really weird, <laughs> but the retarded. rest of the internet yes. didn't know. No, no. And the song itself, like I said, has oh become a God. massive fit online with numerous covers across several different platforms and languages. <laughs> and despite all this creativity and art, Chris Chan still couldn't get that one woman out of his head. His arch nemesis, Mary Lee Walsh. Dun, dun, dun. So to further occupy his mind, Chris Chan invested the majority of his time into playing Animal Crossing. No, I, as a, <laughs> someone who has put uh, well over a thousand yes, hours yes, you have. into ACNL. Yeah. Um, oh, the fact that I, you even know the fucking acronym for it. You no, no, I don't know which one he was playing. It's, Pretty much it, the it only the one. one. Well, that's not the one. I, I was like GameCube. I no, remember. no, it was like DS or it was, whatever. It, it just as Animal Crossing. This is like around the time of the DS first came out and like GameCube was big. So I don't know which one came first. I briefly it, played. I the, never played Animal Crossing. I briefly played the GameCube one and I was like, these fucking animals are mean. I don't know how much time I put into it. <laughs> Animal Crossing New Leaf, I was obsessed with. Obsessed for Jesus years and Christ. years and years. Yeah. And anyway. honestly, the Animal Crossing <laughs> thing is kind of amazing. It's like the one of the few like achievements he has, which he should be proud of. And I hope they're fucking enjoying that goddamn shower. Yeah, but we know that people can't really hear that. We hear it very loudly. Uh, yeah, I mean, still though, still. Enjoy. I there's lots and then, of hot and water. And that's the motherfuckers, the baby that's always crying and shit. If you're gonna move in a oh, place, don't move in with the baby. Oh, once in a while you hear the baby. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't. I didn't move 
into an apartment building to hear someone else's baby, okay? <laughs> if I wanted to hear a baby wake me up in the morning, I would I would have just stayed with a girl. I'm just saying. Dun, dun, Anyways, before I make myself even more of an asshole. Yeah, I never played Animal Crossing because so I'm not a fucking nerd. I did Harvest Moon, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which uh, again, I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one's worse either. At least mine had people in it. Oh, are you saying are you saying Beardo is not a person? Beardo is not a person, though. No. Uh, so he would play Animal Crossing, and the Animal Crossing would become his greatest achievement. What one of his greatest achievements? Because his Sonic webcomic is his magnum opus. Yeah. But uh, he would create an Animal Crossing documentary, like I said, which is just an hour-long showcase of his in-game village. And that kind of creates the you know the whole you know the let's, let's play, play thing on YouTube, and everyone says, "Oh, that's the thing that he's, that's amazing, it's dope." And he even got Nintendo Power Magazine to feature it. That's actually pretty fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. So January first, two thousand four, Chris Chan writes about his New Year's resolution in his diary, which might just be another reference to the quickie. Yeah. Uh, and wait, he wrote. He may have written this publicly. Yes, and oh, it's dear. a resolution because he only had one resolution. <laughs> uh, and his single resolution was to get a romantic partner. Uh, that's that's a tough one. Losing weight is something that's completely in your control, really. But yeah, getting getting, getting a romantic pussy. partner, nah. I don't know about that, man. Because now I'm thinking like December thirty first. He's just that's this <laughs> that, is, that gets dark. Yeah, it does get really dark. <laughs> uh, there's a reason why suicide happens really oh, often around Christmas time. Oh my god! So around this time, Chris Chan also writes his infamous poem, "Hard Love Quest." Oh, which dear. I have in its no. entirety. What what is this? No. Here you see no. oh. a sad and lonesome Christian see. Without girlfriend love, he feels older age as he is still stuck as a virgin with rage. Virgins with rage! Virgins with rage! Oh, virgins with rage! <laughs> I want that t-shirt. Hell yeah. <laughs> he searched low and high to the end. The only delay is the fear of being already beaten by a boyfriend. Why do all the girls have to be already taken? A real shame, boyfriends of all girls. Apostle matches for me are really lame. As I sit and sigh, I watch the girls go by. Afraid of a late interception, I sit out in the open without hesitation. Yeah. So I put my teeth on it. Yeah. And he misspelled interception. He spelled it I-N-T-E-R-S-E-C-P-T-I-O-N. <laughs> Matching girl descriptions are free. I wish one girl would notice and approach me. I would be way past cool per se, sick, if I could get a girlfriend by Valentine's Day. For but for now, as you see, I am a sad and lonesome C. Yeah, uh, if you're a guy sitting there waiting for a girl to approach you, well, you're already doing it wrong. Yes, and again, his poetry Unless fucking sucks. Unless you, unless you have the Eli method, right? How is it that you would very easily get girls at you parties? Want fuck? You have, you want fuck, and I might. No, you had a certain substance with you, and then they would come to you. Oh yeah, no. See, any girl loves a man who's got an eight ball of coke. <laughs> I'm just saying. So that was the missing ingredient for Christian. Yeah, you, you just, need, just need to get some cocaine. Man. <laughs> you know, and what I used to do is I used to leave like a little bunny trail going from like my chest to my dick. And they would just like snort there you it. Go. That's how they discovered the dick. There you go, boys. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, that's how you do it. Just, just get a shit ton of cocaine. <laughs> or other drugs. You know, whatever she wants. Weed, <laughs> booze, whatever. Honestly, if she's like 16, just buy a bottle of wine. The cheap, oh, my like the cheap God. shit from the, the, the grocery the store. screw top wine. The screw top wine. <laughs> and be in a state where that shit's legal. <laughs> and there you go. See, it's really hard because women, the younger they are, the dumber they are. 
my God. The older they are, the dumber they are. But that's because they're dumb because they're desperate. Because they realize that, that they got that one egg left that's like hanging on. And it's like a good, strong gust of wind could just, just knock it down and they lose it. So they got to beat the timer. It's a lopsided yeah. shit. So it's, it's like the retarded one. It's the one that creates Chris Chan. Oh. All right. So oh, women, she was an older woman, wasn't get she? get dumb because they're desperate. Oh, yeah, shit. she was. She was like your age. <laughs> Old crone. Oh, How's it going over there, Bobby? Oh, God. <laughs> is that a criticism of my legs? I don't know, man. It, I do. I'm, I'm your not house a house with is, legs. You do live in a spinning house on chicken legs. Just saying. <laughs> so tripling down on his attraction poster, Chris Chan only managed to escalate his battle with the unholy Mary Lee Walsh. She must have been like, you know, They're my job is so fucking easy, except for this one fucking guy. Honest to God. Literally. So given the resistance he was getting from the Walshinator, that's what I call her, and the fact that he was getting hornier and more frustrated, oh, gross. Chris Chan began devising new tactics to solicit a girlfriend. Because technically what he's doing is solicitation. So, and he does this by repurposing his Sonichu newsletter. I, oh and God. this is when he started to add in the personal sections this disclaimer. Christian W. Chandler is 21 and seeking a single female companion of the following qualities. 18 to 21 years of age. Does not already have a boyfriend. Single blonde or brunette. Average or slender body type. Does not smoke or drink alcohol. Five feet or taller. Lives in Charlottesville or Rutgersville area. White with average to high income. Drives a vehicle. Happy, positive personality. A caring girl. If she if she has a car and an average to high income, she doesn't need a man. Yes. She only has a man if she wants one. Yes, but the, and she would not the, want a man like that. Disclaimer doesn't end there. There's more to this disclaimer. Holy that he adds. shit! So Christian is a shot. Is a very shy. He writes this as if he's not the one writing it. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> Christian is a very shy and very thoughtful person, and will only accept person to person encounters. No emails or phone calls. So if you are interested, he can be found around Piedmont. Virginia Community College or Fashion Square Shopping Center. When getting his attention, approach and say hi to him. Do not flirt from a distance he will not be able to notice. To find Christian, he will be wearing the Sonichu medallion. As if people are going to know what the fuck Sonichu is. He expects so he people to know what Sonichu is. He expects is. a woman to read this be interested and then to physically go look for yes. him not even just in one location but in two different mm -hmm. locations mm -hmm. wow <laughs> see why it doesn't get pussy oh my wow the pussy that doesn't is, work for you some... you work for the pussy <laughs> oh my god so chris chan commemorated this change not only with his web comic but also his custom trading cards Oh my God. Creating two cards which work in tandem to each other. One was plan for attraction, which then when when you place that down would allow you to summon the card girlfriend attraction. And those of you that don't know, this is like the Yu-Gi-Oh trap cards. It's bullshit. You yeah. it react it activates. It's a weird thing, but anyways, in his own world and his own mind, that's how it works. And in his own way, this was Chris Chan expressing his desires for success and his love quest. So it was a little bit of magic. A little bit of magic. Along with uh, distributing his pamphlets, Chris Chan began a campaign of hanging up his attraction posters everywhere on campus. Because at this point, it was just like in the lobby, but now it's everywhere. He's got posters behind the dumpsters. He's got posters. I saw a picture of a poster that was on like the inside of a woman's restroom door. So like when they're leaving the restrooms, they'll see it. 
Oh. <laughs> he, he had signs everywhere. I'm surprised he wasn't like face in the toilet looking <laughs> up at them like, want to be my girlfriend. Oh, that's yes. just super He's got creepy. Them everywhere. And Chris Chan made dozens of them and would bring a stack whenever he went to campus because he would expect they would the be all taken down. taking them down. So he would the minute she tore one down, he would just put it back up. Yeah, he's wow. And it's yeah, and it's fucking annoying. <laughs> I, but I he's determined now. He's determined. Oh my god. If only men put this much effort into like bettering themselves. Right. Exactly. You know? Oddly enough, yeah. Oddly you know, enough. he could have spent all this time into actually like getting a fucking yeah, job. Or just like working out and not being a fat, disgusting piece of shit. <laughs> At least get a fucking job. At least, At least be get someone a physically attractive. My God. <laughs> Even it, like you can hide like men can hide autism pretty well just by being attractive. No guy gives a shit if his girlfriend's autistic because you know vagina. Yeah. But if you're an autistic guy, just be attractive. And you can hide your autism very well. <laughs> Unless you're like a doy, like one of those like super obvious like where a helmet drools, shits in the diaper. That's kinda, a that's you know, a little bit. That, much. That's a bit much, but you can't really hide that. No. But normal high functioning autistic person, you can hide it just by being attractive, or being a female. Yeah. Just you know, again, word of the wise <laughs> from Eli. So uh, Mary Lee Walsh finally had enough of Chris Chan's shit and decided to confront him once again. And she found him loitering by one of his signs. Of course, that's underneath also the what arrow. he's doing, yes. And according to Chris Chan, she complained about the signs and claimed falsely that the signs were bothering her in the student body. Yeah. It seems like they were actually genuinely bothering people. Especially the ones on the inside of the <laughs> yes, women's restroom. Yes. That's not okay. No, no. So Chris Chan claims he only told her that he was on his love quest. Which made the woman so irate, she tore the sign from his hands and ripped it apart in front of him. Before giving him a lecture, telling him he would never get a girlfriend this way, and that he needed to stop immediately. I'm not sure all of that is true, but at least some of it probably is true. I I fully believe that she ripped it out of his hands, tore it up, and it's like, you'll never get a girlfriend this way. Just out of sheer frustration. Just out of sheer frustration. Or maybe she actually had some sympathy for him and said, this is not how you do it. This is not how you get it. See, someone trying to give him genuine advice, and how did he take that? You find out that he uh, he ignores the genuine advice, because he also got genuine advice from his uh, elementary school, middle school teacher who wrote the letter to him after he left to go to the high school or whatever. And she was like, "You you don't let people underneath right. your skin and that's like advice that would help him throughout if his he entire had taken life that if he had advice, taken it yes we wouldn't be doing this podcast indeed well at least we <laughs> won't be doing this episode. this episode so then she scheduled a meeting with him to further discuss the clearly ongoing issue yes and on february 1st christian began emailing the walshinator trying to compromise with her and all in an attempt to avoid the meeting altogether Oh my God. Of course. And in these emails, which were leaked, by the way, the nerds got these emails. He promised he wouldn't hang any more signs around the campus just as long as she let him continue distributing his newsletter. What the which was fuck? also put on pause at this point. So at, at, all this stuff, honestly, is just littering. Because it's mm-hmm. not like... It's People not like anybody wants yeah. it. Or, oh, no. my God. He also offered to remove her up his scale of respect by two whole points. <laughs> oh, my God. He's fucking Which to Chris Ill. Chan was a big deal. And one of the numerous instances that shows his reliance on video games. Yeah. You, you see, Chris Chan uses reality. video game terminology to describe his feelings towards other people due to That's his scary. lack of social interactions. So it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. This is likely due to autistics viewing the world in absolute values. And that combination with video games? Yes. I've had weird shit like that in my own life. Yeah, so to Chris Chan, emotions like respect is a level-based system. 
And Chris Chan also uses what he calls heart levels, which is like the ripped from The Legend of Zelda, yep. to measure his emotional state. Oh and this goodness. concept literally first appears in the rise and fall of my heart, which is an episode of his webcomic where it sinks all the way down to fifteen percent. <gasps> and according to Chris, that's an all-time low. So you better find one of those red potions then. Yeah, honestly. Depending on the game, to either red or green, generally. Yes. And it is his heart level hit on hit an all-time low, like I said, at fifteen percent. However, there are plenty of instances of Chris Chan using it in general conversations too, not just in, in his art actual conversation yes and in his cards with the shattered heart card oh my goodness so in chris chanese that's what i call it <laughs> chris chanese uh quote unquote shattered the word shattered is exclusively used to describe his perpetually wounded heart level huh and as well as a quickly abandoned visual on his quickie page uh, -oh. uh initially it was supposed to be his own diabolical version of wikipedia's stress meters Okay. However, he was too lazy to change it once he put it up, and he just never, never changed it. So it's how it was originally when he first put it on his quickie page, and he uh, it would be an obvious place default placeholder message on the front page. Actually, he's so weird because he has this weird combination of like frenetic energy and then just like fucking terminal laziness. Mm -hmm. What a weird combination! And despite that, he still felt comfortable enough in the uh, in the future in the future saga to present. Uh, to potential potential investors and employees and employers, uh, the, the website it's so, so oh fucked up. God. He's trying to get investment for it at some point, so he's calling it his fantastic website. So he, he felt comfortable enough showing them that piece of shit work. Oh man! <laughs> so, but that's a whole that, that's a whole thing in, in the future for this guy. So, forty eight hours after sending the emails to Walshberger, uh, <laughs> she uh, denied his request and. Data that we're, we're going to have this meeting. Yeah. Nobody knows what happened during the meeting to cause Chris Chan to start a full-blown conversation with himself. But he speaks to Sonichu as if he were real. And he kept telling Mary Lee Walsh that he was real and that he was talking with them. And they were saying some fucked up shit. No one knows what they were saying, but they were saying some fucked up shit. And he also said that he could... Uh, what, 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 like, what's, what's the word when like mediums talk, like let ghosts speak through them? What the fuck's that called? Channeling. Yeah. He could channel Sonichu and let Sonichu talk to her through him. He so said she this could to this him. assistant dean or whatever yes. she is? Oh, dear. And according to Chris Chan, this made washing machine, <laughs> I'm fucking, I love my nicknames, uh, talk coarsely and rude to him. And in retaliation for her supposed attacks, Chris Chan did the only reasonable thing a man can do in the situation, Mel. Oh, no. What do you think he did? Wrote about it in his diary. He started yelling, powering up, before cupping his hands to his side, yelling, Curse ye ha me ha! Before thrusting his hands forwards and hitting that bitch with a laser beam. Like it from Dragon Ball Z. Kamehameha? Well, yeah, but he calls it Curse ye yameha. It's his own version. I don't. I don't of know. Goku's I, attack. Oh my god! So for those that don't watch anime, Dragon Ball Z, he's got the main character Goku. He yells Kamehameha, shoots a laser beam Kame. from his hand. Yes. And the longer the syllables go, the more power it yes, has. Indeed. And uh, sorry it, about that. Puka is on my lap. I'm trying yeah, to. I can kind of hear her. I'm trying her. to. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for your input, Puka. Yes. Uh, she's the only black thing that Mel likes. Says Kyle. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so those I know, it's just an attack from anime. He, he is that was popular honestly, in the 90s. 
Yeah. It, he he's like so mentally disturbed. Oh, yeah, Honestly, she's in, she was in a bad position because I don't know if someone who's that mentally yeah, like, what do you do? What do you like, do in that do situation? Do? Because it's, it, because I guess the thing you have to decide is not just, is he a disruption, but mm-hmm. is he a danger to anyone? Uh, it seems like it's dangerous. Cause again, she likely would not have understood that as from an anime. Even if she did, it's yeah, fucking bizarre. It's fucking weird. It's, it's, it's bizarre, but I've seen kids do this in school. Have I literally, you really? I literally know a kid, retarded, like he's autistic, retarded. He used to use autism as a defense for being a piece of shit. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, you know, he was he was at, he was at like the, the, the facility I was at yes. for the state for where they sent criminals who yeah. were teenagers. Oddly enough. Oddly enough. You know, I've never committed what a crime. A in yeah, what a coincidence. What an entire coincidence. Uh, but yeah, he was, he was like there for like diddling his like baby sister or whatever yeah and he used to be like i only did it because i'm autistic I'm like no you did it because you're a fucking weirdo <laughs> but uh he also like when he'd get angry he wouldn't fight you he would shoot a laser beam out of his hands at you wow that's yeah, fucking it's insane but chris chan literally believed that because he said the word curse that the curse ye ha me ha would bring misfortune on anyone that got hit by it Unsurprisingly, Wishy Walshy was unaffected and proceeded to ban his science and newsletter from campus grounds. At the very least, that's what she would have done. She yes. should have done. Yeah. So he's like, "This bitch is impervious to my attack." <laughs> so oh this enraged Chris Chan so much that he declared war on Miss Walsh. However, he declared it silently in his head <laughs> to Sonichu because he didn't let her know that she was at war with him. Well, because that's what if he, he had, does. that might have been considered an actual threat, and then, you know, a long I'm pretty sure that cursing a Yamiha and shooting a laser beam out of your hands is a threat, Mel. That's assassination. Yeah, and yeah. in his personal diary, he claimed that she made it illegal to hand out his newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> Which, she does not have that power whatsoever. No. And he declared his plan to incite the masses and demand the return of the newsletter. Which didn't work out. He couldn't get any of the student body convinced enough to like fight on his behalf. Uh, to get it they, back. they would see him approaching and they would move quickly away yes, from him without making eye contact. So his chances of getting a boyfriend free girlfriend in his mind would not be able to return until he could continue his newsletter and his you know his attraction posters. Oh, so that's why he couldn't get a girlfriend because yes, the not dean because was he's saying a fucking he, weirdo. Yeah. Jesus. And once more, he turned to depicting this entire event later on in his webcomic series, where Sonichu is beside him while fighting Mary Lee Walsh. Oh my God. And that's troubled so by weird. what was happening with Chris Chan, Mary Lee Walsh reached out to Borb and tried to convince them to remove Chris Chan from school. <laughs> which is what you totally should do as a dean. But not to Borb, because they still have PTSD from the last time a school tried oh, saying yeah. they need to remove him from school. Yeah. Which, this only resulted in pissing them off as they, like I said, had PTSD from the last time a school attempted that. And not only did they publicly refuse, they get very upset and secretly they declared Walsh public enemy number one in, to the f- entire family. I don't know if Extended I would have gone to, like, yeah. he's an adult. I don't think I would have gone to his parents, no. even if he's retarded. There's rules that you follow for disruptive students. <laughs> I, I, I would have gone to his parents, like, you got to yeah. help this kid. Yeah. And so, in a sense, they were contributing towards Chris Chan's revolution against Mary Lee Walsh, which eventually made her a permanent villain within the webcomic series. 
and even leading Chris Chan to create a custom skin of her in Soul Calibur, where he would beat the shit out of her in like practice mode for hours. And for people that don't know, practice mode is when the character that you're fighting doesn't defend themselves. They just stand there and take the beating and have infinite health, and you just beat the shit out of them. Why? A, why would that, <laughs> as a gamer, I'm like, why would that be fun? And then B is like that. That's well, you a do clear... it to practice like the hard combos and shit. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I sort of get that. Yeah, but like the the whole thing is that he was creating. He's such a piece of shit, but he can like pretty good with computers to create a pretty decent like skin. Again, of that weird thing where there's this frenetic energy, but but fatal lo- uh, laziness. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's just fucking weird. So looking for a new loitering grounds to hunt for women. Uh, my word's not his. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, Chris Chan went to the Fashion Square Mall and other areas that he would later dub his attraction zones. Even though I'm assuming they were not flocks of women. No. No, gathering, it's just where women were, not where women wanted to uh-huh. be. So he just stood there and used the mall as a testing ground for a brand new strategy of it. Oh no, do I and even want to know? He got this from anime. Of course. So he, he views women in under the... Oh, there it goes. There it goes Puka. <laughs> She's had enough of your life. Yes, she did. So uh, he, he views women in a similar you know way that you would view anime females. And you hate anime I women. I hate... I've almost... Almost entirely. Although... Uh, 99%. There's one pink There is one like. who redeemed herself. Otherwise, it's just like, you know what? Boma can just die in a fucking <laughs> hole. Can, can. Chi-Chi, holy shit, woman, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah she really hates hates female characters yes, they do. in the animes uh yeah uh, no christian literally loves them he beats off to them anyway Ugh. anyways he uh his uh, his new strategy was you know standing near the attraction poster and then he would attach a paper heart to a piece of red string and throw it at women who happened to walk by him and as he slowly pulled it back that's towards called them, security security we have a problem yeah. so he, he would essentially go fishing for women using the the red string on you know with the paper heart and then he would like slowly like drag it back towards him as if like trying to lure them to him wait 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 you're saying he <laughs> physically yes. literally did this in public at a mall yes at like the food court yes I'm trying to process this. Wow. <laughs> and it comes from anime oh, because there's like a trope where like the anime chicks you know, would follow like a little heart, like a, it would be like on a trail to like the main character and be like, oh, I love you so much. You know, that, that's how he viewed women were just like gullible fish that you could like attract with like fishing bait. So in his mind, he is the main character. Yes. And his the mind, main, he's the character main character has to fight off the And pussy. every chick is dumb. So anime. Yeah. So anime. And they're all like lolly, so they're like twelve-year-old girls with like big tits. They're like a million and a half years old. <laughs> Fucking weird Japanese oh, shit. Ah, it's absolutely weird. But he did that, and he literally thought that the women would single-mindedly follow the shiny paper to him. <laughs> and this came from like him, like I said, watching a lot of anime. And in his mind, he expected them to behave just like the girls in the anime, with them getting excited and creaming their panties while they pulled his dick out of his, his pants and gobbled it up like a fat girl cake. This was immediately noticed within about a week. He managed to get a week of this fishing trip in before uh, mall security uh, discovered what he was doing and uh, confiscated his string with heart, which caused Chris Chan to develop a vendetta with authority figures in public. Yeah, well, if he and stopped acting like a fucking crazy man in public. He coined the term jerk cop, which he abbreviates to jerk op. Okay. Yes. 
and whenever there are also villains in it does not comic series. it does not surprise me that it took a week for mall security to figure this out so where i work we have had to start going in to mm-hmm. the side door in the morning because homeless people were coming in the front door yeah. at five in the morning so this is what our security guard does he leaves the door unlocked sits <laughs> with his back it. to it has his headphones on and he's on his fucking phone yeah so yeah, so anyone, any number, you could have a whole fucking parade come through that door and he wouldn't know shit. So I get shit. why yeah. it took a week for them to figure out this weirdo was sitting there throwing paper hearts fishing at for females. Women. Holy yeah, shit. Fishing for women. My God. You, you have to respect the hustle, though. Got to respect the hustle. I guess. So his next interaction with the jerk ops comes eight weeks into his loitering. Eight weeks into his loitering. Eight weeks into his loitering at the mall. (laughs) When the same guard, literally the same dude, approached him and causing Chris Chan to pull out some of his own custom trading cards, which told the story of the lonesome virgin with rage. And the cops are like, you just, I don't even fucking get the fuck out. Yeah. You're making me do my goddamn job. Chris Chan even later bragged about the fact that he looked the jerk cop, the jerk cop, square in the eyes and shouted no directly into his face. And the cops are like frantically brushing like, <laughs> like the spittle Cheeto dust yeah. off of them. And like a and Mountain Dew juice. Just holy shit. And within shit. five days, he was approached a third time. And all this time, <laughs> this eight weeks or one, eight, eight yeah. nine weeks, he could have just had a fucking job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, most people meet their mates at the either at least, school or at work. At the very least, he could have he, he could have gotten a job and paid he for a prostitute. Got, he, he could have got a job at the goddamn <laughs> mall. They'll hire anybody. Yeah, honestly. I've seen them hire retards. Literally. Literally. <laughs> they hired me. So within five days, he was approached a third time, and this time it was a much more aggressive interaction. Essentially, the situation escalated to Chris Chan becoming detained and banned from the mall without parental supervision. This is parental a grown-ass su- man. This is a grown-ass shit. man, Mel. Yeah. And Chris Chan sees what he did as nothing wrong and would later vent his frustration once more by depicting the whole story in his webcomic. At least, see, the difference between him, you now We now understand the difference between him and a school shooter. Yes. He <laughs> was too lazy to shoot them. Sh- <laughs> 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 the school shooters would just start drawing yeah, shit honestly. that no one cares about. Eventually, jerk ops would become the henchmen of Mary Lee Walsh in the comics. And at one point in the narrative, Chris Chan and Sonichu realized that jerk ops were like brainwashed, mentally retarded people that were brainwashed by Mary Lee Walsh and that there was a cure for them. But despite knowing this, him and Son and Chu still proceeded to beat them to death whenever they <gasps> could in the story. Jeez. Yes. But it's like the only thing they can, at least we can count on him being a lazy fuck and he's not actually going to hurt anyone because he's much. just too fucking lazy. And while humorous, this does show a very dark and dangerous yeah. side to Chris Chan. As his anger towards the jerk ops and Mary Lee Walsh shows his understanding or lack thereof of the law. Yes. Since he never seemed to realize that technically what he was doing with the signs was soliciting sex from women, which is illegal. And also just goddamn creepy yeah, and weird creepy and just, yeah. And entering into his fifth year, because at this time I think he was like mildly suspended from school. So like he used like yeah, so he like used his free time to do this. Entering into his fifth year at college, Chris Chan still harbored resentment towards Walsh. And as a result, he left quite the inflammatory note for her, Uh-oh. expressing his dislike for her and a drawing of a Pokemon attack called the Intimidating Glare. For those that don't know, don't never play Pokemon. It's like a move that it's like a turn. Pokemon's like a turn-based game. Yeah, it's a move that if you use, it's supposed to scare your opponent into skipping the next turn or whatever. He drew the picture of it in an assassination attempt against her. Did and, she, did she see this? 
Yeah. Because that's a clear and present threat there yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, No. Wow. He literally left it for her in her office. This was an assassination attempt. He put the picture in between some papers and a letter he wrote, and she would just read the letter and just see the glare and die. That was what he wanted. Wow. <laughs> that is fucked up, man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so in his mind, he's like the fucking CIA, and she's like Fidel Castro. And which she seemingly understood the nature of the attack, given the previous run-ins, because she took it as evidence to the school's administration yeah. and complained about the straight-up harassment. Yeah. And she said, at look at this, very, this is violence. Yeah, this at the is very violence. least, he should, be, he should have been expelled, at the very least. And the administration deliberated on Chris Chan's fate for a while, before temporarily suspending him from campus once again. Yeah. And once Bob and Barbara heard this, they immediately wrote a letter to the White House, which at this time was Bush. They, the, their they, they first were huge response Bush supporters. is to write a letter to, Bush to the President of the United yeah, States. They, they wrote a Bush to no, wrote a Bush wrote a note to Bush and Cheney, and they were huge Cheney and Bush fans. Uh, hmm. I don't see if there's anyone who's evil enough to help Chris Chan. It's Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> He's like, yeah, hey, I got a man size safe. As long as, long as, he, as long as you don't go uh, duck hunting with him. <laughs> quail. They're hunting quail. Quail, I'm sorry. Yeah. Quail. <laughs> quail is the rich man's duck, okay? <laughs> so uh, once Borb heard about this, they were like, fuck you, I'm going to write the president. And they demanded action from George W. Bush to intervene in this situation. And shocker, nothing ever happened. <laughs> uh, the school decided that Chris Chan would come back to school, or sorry, could come back to school, if he attended anger management classes, took a psyche eval, and had social skills counseling. Wow, they're going way out of the way yeah. for one for one student. For a retard. At a fucking community college yes. who's already been there for multiple years, obviously <laughs> yeah, isn't doing shit could be on his and is threatening people Absolutely. and being disruptive. Wow. And the only reason Chris Chan was even upset about the ban from campus was because he would be losing an attraction zone. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about classes. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about the classes. And that year, Chris Chan penned a letter to Santa asking him to give him a boyfriend-free woman. Like under the tree, like he's opening it, it, it gifts. Was, he's like, fucking socks, fucking underwear. Where's, where's the woman? The pussy? Yeah, where's the woman? Wow. What the fuck, Santa? Yeah, he still believes in Santa. So then he's considering Santa a sort of pimp. Kind of. I mean, I think it's funny. He's like 23, 24 years old, and he's like, you know, believes least, in Santa. At least what he's writing in the letter to Santa has matured instead of saying, like, like I want a laser he beam. wants, like, a Transformers, yeah. you know. He just wants a tranny. He just... <laughs> all I want for Christmas is... Is pussy. Pussy. Uh, and to him, he considered this the mother of all Hail Marys. This was his last shot at getting a girl. He was like, I, if Santa doesn't I think that's more me, like the, for the last nail in a coffin that's already been well nailed <laughs> shut. Yes. Uh, which literally all the time in the roll on his hands, Chris uh, once more got wrapped up in another fake world. Oh, no. This time it was Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh okay. came across from Japan, and he became obsessed with a trading card game like he did with Pokemon. Yeah. And he even attended his first tournament at the game, oh, like first uh, tournament of the game, whatever, Yeah. Uh, at the game place. That's where they had the Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments, where he ironically met a girl. Uh-oh. Megan Schroeder. I'm assuming she wasn't a nine-year-old. No, she was 18 years old. Huh. Yeah. Shocker. 18-year-old, an artist, and shared many interests with Chris Chan. They became friends, marking her as Chris Chan's first gal pal since high school, and the first one that hadn't been paid for by Borg. So maybe she had genuine interest in him? Yeah, as far as anyone knows. Okay. 
Uh, this was around the time that he took that mental evaluation, which is the only known professional opinion of Chris Chan's mental state as an he adult. He actually did have a mental yeah. evaluation? Wow. And it was leaked to the... Oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so in it, they claimed that Chris Chan did not express uh, any delusional behavior during the interview. He did not voice in any perceptual differences and did not appear as if he was responding to internal stimuli. All in all, the guy said Chris Chan was autistic, his social judgment was limited, had decent communication skills, and a strong desire for companionship, which leads to intense frustration. And that he wants pussy, but because he's socially retarded, he'll never get any. Incel. Yeah, but he doesn't phrase it that way. I phrase it that way. Yeah. But he pretty much says that he doesn't recognize his own ineptitude at getting that companionship that he desires. Ultimately, he said that Chris Chan needs therapy, but doesn't seem to pose a threat to others or himself. Huh. I don't know about that. I think this guy was bought and paid for by Barb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the one who picked him out. Yeah, <laughs> He must be a Democrat. <laughs> so this just tells me therapists are full of shit, knowing yes. what I know about this fucking asshole in the future. No. <laughs> but at this point, it paints a fairly decent picture of Chris Chan, where he wasn't quite started, uh, hasn't quite started his descent, but is on the edge of it all, this yeah. essentially. And ultimately, Borb ignored the therapist's recommendation for more therapy and relied instead entirely on medication. And with his tumultuous house environment surrounded by a society that he felt was out to get him, Chris Chan resorted to his internal world even more and writing and writing and writing. Huh. And this was the birth of the Sonichu comics. Oh, okay. Which many considered to be his magnum, magnum opus. opus. And Chris Chan, upon uh, up to this point, was only known locally. But the moment he published the first issue of the comic, he started to be known all over the internet. Yeah, that, and that, the mixed results on that. And Chris Chan would continue his love quest at the Fashion Square Mall, but this un, this time under the supervision of Borb. Well, okay, so they were essentially sitting and watching him do all this shit for hours on end every day. Okay, so his, the, the appeal of this is already in negative numbers, but now his mom is there? Yeah, his mom and or his father. That goes into a whole Sometimes other level both. of creep. Yeah, it's wow. fucking weird. And this is, and, but he's still, what are we, I thought he said he was friends with this girl he met at the Yu-Gi-Oh mm-hmm. yeah, tournament. Megan but Schroeder. he's still going to the mall doing this? Yeah, because Megan Schroeder is not a romantic friend. Doesn't he doesn't understand that's how this no, we'll, starts? We'll get into we'll get into Megan it's Schroeder. It's good to have Megan someone Schroeder who's is, your friend that you fall in love with. Megan Schroeder is a very interesting story in his life. <laughs> hmm. uh, so Borb would watch as he spent several hours a day pacing back and forth with his attraction signs. And why wouldn't you, as a mother, <laughs> think that this is a bad idea? Uh, because and, she's and old and dumb. Oh my god! So eventually, Chris Who's Chan more retarded. Honestly, probably they are. So eventually, uh, they're alcoholics too. Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah, they're alcoholics. <laughs> that's oh my god. <laughs> so eventually, Chris Chan would attract the attention of women. This being in the form of nineteen-year-old Anna McLaren, who wrote a blog. Uh oh. And she details her entire interaction with Chris Chan in the post titled "The Tale of the Crazy Pacer." Remember what I, I yes. mentioned that earlier. So she detailed seeing a twenty-something-year-old autistic man pacing outside of the store that she worked at. I think it was like a Foot Locker or something. Yeah. Occasionally, he would look into the store's windows to ogle the women in there, and she was eventually dared by some coworkers to wave at him, which drew his attention. And he promptly entered the store and began talking with her, holding the sign. 
I'm just I, when you said that she waved at him, I'm like now I'm just imagining him pressed up against the glass, yeah, like, like with his mouth hey, open. Hey, hey, pussy! I see pussy. Oh, yeah, that's wow, like Zoidberg with the fucking yeah. mouth with all the teeth in it. <laughs> so apparently, Chris Chan is just smooth. He has a smooth operator. Oh yeah, just but I'm, I'm just picturing bounce, him with the, bounce, talking to her bounce, with the sign in between them. Yeah, no. So his first line was, "So do angels have names?" Oh my god. <laughs> Which was likely meant to be do angels like you have names? Uh, but he fucked up the line. <laughs> she I writes just, that I writes that know. she thinks he do fucked they? up the line. And he's like, wait, this is not how that's supposed to go. The, well she literally said, probably I don't know. <laughs> Eventually he would ask her for her name. She would say she didn't go for pickup lines, ignoring the question entirely. And this would cause him to walk away out of the store without saying a word. Later on that day, he would come back with a card that, as she describes it, had a crudely drawn Sonic the Hedgehog and some other yellow Sonic-looking creature on it. And it had Chris Chan's email, telephone number, and website on it. It was essentially a homemade business card. For the, for and the it was likely like the size the of like those like big-ass index cards, too. Holy shit. And despite failing to get pussy, Anna would become one of Chris Chan's longest-running real-life acquaintances. Oh, my God. She stays God. in his life for a little while. So in March 2005, Chris Chan managed to triumph once more with a girl named Hannah. So he's actually getting interact. Well, yeah. I don't know if they're and Hannah may be the first trolls. case of like troll. Ooh, first ever like troll for Chris Chan. Oh, so oh while he God, was taking a break guy. from his search, she would reportedly approach Chris Chan and ask them out on a date. Which, of course, made Chris Chan shoot a load out of his ass and jump at the opportunity. And Chris Chan got his hopes up and truly believed this was the direct result of his attraction signs. Oh, my so, God. And the power of his medallion. So Chris Chan ran around telling everyone he knew of Anna and their date, which included Anna McLaren. While it's obvious to everyone but Chris Chan, Hannah never had any intentions of going out with Chris Chan and only asked him out as a prank. Oh, my Anna God. Anna McLaren knew this because she worked with the bitch and told Chris Chan <laughs> this who did not believe her. And he decided to confront Hannah, who admitted it and laughed in his face. Oh, my God. That's so sad. <laughs> and this devastated Chris Chan. And in the middle of the mall, he broke down <gasps> screaming, no. And he threw a tantrum, which, of course, I've seen a Chris Chan tantrum. Not this one particular, but there was one where he was like, you know, Christina, tranny Chan, tranny Chan. <laughs> Uh, when he's in this tranny chan arc, which he might still be in, but it was at like a, some sort of like video game convention, and yeah. they were trying to remove him, and he, he lays on the ground and goes nah, and screams out that they're being transphobic, and it like it got like really big notice, and this is like before a lot of like people who are younger than me started recognizing that that was Chris Chan, yeah, and they, he became like almost like uh like, like that year's biggest like issue for trannies, even though and, like, he trans they didn't know that, that was actually Chris Chan. Yeah, a lot of them didn't know that it was actually big? Chris Chan. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's fucking hilarious. Because, like, I, you, I saw the clip on the news to say, this is how they treat trannies. This is how they treat trannies. We, we, we it wasn't the, just someone who no. meant, they didn't realize that someone who's obviously very mentally disturbed yeah, yeah. Well, having a, a it, breakdown. It, yes. No, they, they thought it was because they were moving him because he was trans <laughs> from the event. Wow. Yes. It's fucking hilarious. But, again. 
So he ac- accidentally these, falls ass backwards in all these situations. Honestly, but you know, like you hear about like chicks who get killed by you know fucking weird, creepy guys. And it's like, okay, if you're inviting this, whether you're doing a blog mm-hmm. or you're doing this as a troll or whatever, and you get killed, but fuck you, you yeah, deserve this. You. Don't get involved with people like that. That is there's the, nothing the but a red take, flag. That's, that's like a red take. flag frosted with another red flag with red flag candles on it. You stay away from that. Yes. Yes, but it's the risk we take for the entertainment mill. Holy shit. So he broke down yelling, no, through his temper tantrum, and that got him another temporary ban from the mall. No, that should be a permanent ban. That should be a, <laughs> that should po- be a perma ban. Yeah, perma ban. So it turns out Anna kept a long running blog on Chris Chan, informing the world of his movements and stories. And in one of the final entries, she writes this. And honestly, this is probably the most beautiful description of Chris Chan you'll ever read. So Sonichu returned to Alderman today. I am not sure what to make of him. He sits in his chair and draws his Sonichu comics. Harmless, I assume. Yet I felt like he knows he's different. He knows that the world rushing in front of him is not his own. Surrounded by the brightest students in America, whatever that means, he sits in his chair and draws. 23 years old. I'm not sure he even graduated high school. In front of him, texts of Plato, Faulkner, God, and Kleist swirl. Does he have the capacity to understand these works? Whether he can or not, I am not sure. But there is nothing in his eyes that realizes that there is a level of understanding and thought that he is unable to partake in. As he slumps lower and lower in his chair with each student, he eyes reading or holding a book, he falls into himself and to the markers and the colors on the page in front of him. He seems intelligent enough to understand that he does not understand, and that is the hardest part of all. Wow, that was actually that was actually really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it's a big, like, fuck you, this guy's retarded, but also it's, like, really the most nice, beautiful thing ever written about Christian on the internet. Yeah. And it's just insulting him. So the blog posts questions whether or not Chris Chan understands things and to what degree he can understand the world around him, which further puts into question, will he ever get a boyfriend-free girl? And that's the end of the beginning of the Love Quest saga. Dun, dun, yes. dun. I'm just going to end the episode right there because, you know, it's a pretty long episode. But uh, the next saga will be the Emergence Saga. The what? The, I call it the Emergence Saga. The it's, Emergence it's Saga? It's like a mixture of, like, more in-depth about the Sancho webcomic, a little bit more about the Love Quest, and it's going to be the beginning of his infamy. Uh-oh. And the what, beginning uh, what of the people infamy? refer to as the gold golden age of Chris Chan. The golden age of Chris Chan. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so fucking, what do you think, Mel? You think Chris Chan's got a shot at getting pussy? No. <laughs> no. Not, no. Just the honestly, thought. Honestly, just, just no. Okay, so on, on a on on a scale of Mojave to Camino. What are even are those? How wet do you get when you hear the name Chris Chan? Oh. You're at Mojave, right? Because <laughs> I'm at Camino. Whenever I hear his name, I go, "Oh, Camino." Oh. And my you don't God. know what the Mojave Desert is? I do. What's Camino? Star Wars is the planet. It's like all watery and it's got like the the cloners on them and they, they make the clones oh you didn't watch the, the the prequels did you i thought that the movies i watched were technically prequels no the, the those original are sequels. three movies those are sequels jesus christ the Whatever, prequels man. are the ones that the only they were three making star wars movies that exist in my false reality okay jesus and no christ. one retconned shit han fired first han always fired first but that's because he's a fucking rebel that's right and also leia's a whore because she, <gasps> she had sex with Luke. 
Ew, no, she didn't. Yeah, those That's two disgusting. definitely fucked before they Gross. realized they were related. And they probably fucked once more for the road. Even the, oh, jeez. <laughs> Afterwards. <laughs> and uh, that movie's got a surprising amount of incest in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, what? How do you think Darth Vader tortured his daughter? You think? Not, that's the part that I'm not that's even, the part you all want, that. You want to talk I just about like how he tortured. We're keeping his that in my in my childhood. I just, there were three movies, but I only like the first two anyway. He tortured his daughter, his son, and his son-in-law. Darth Vader just sucks at you know being like a father. You know he's like the worst family member ever. Like you can't invite him to anything family function. No, he's tortured everyone there. Ruined everything. Ruins everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's always talking about my wife died and, uh, and it's like crying until it's like oh, respirator gross. <laughs> nasty no you can't take him anywhere man <laughs> you can't take him anywhere you know it's, it's, like, oh. it's like those women that like they, they like they get like you know, I have to get like a double mastectomy because like they you know, the breast cancer so they chop it off and then like every time they get drunk they like lift up the shirt and just start crying because it's like how do you deal with why that? are you making a are this oh you already read that that beautiful narrative and now you're making it sadder only it's not related to christian exactly damn <laughs> but uh yeah no i i as you can tell i love christian i love talking yes, about this you piece do. of shit you are so excited to do this episode i am and my my dick is still hard it's the longest running boner i've had in years <laughs> oh my god no nah, nah, my dick doesn't get hard for this shit <laughs> but yeah no i honestly i, I thought it was good so i thought it was a good episode yes. i think uh I, th I think you're gonna it's like the emergence saga i think you're gonna like some of the other stuff in the future and honestly like i think we're at like four hours into, so like, be Chris prepared Chan. For a lot more yeah. Chris Chan. A lot more. I mean, even like the shortest documentaries are like five hours long. Oh my God. There is just so much to talk about with this piece of shit. And it changed. Like, like there's updates all the time. Like, I, like, like, I, I, I guess I, I should be doing like more regular searches for updates on Chris Chan. Yeah. Since this may end up just being until he dies series on our podcast. Oh my but God. It's, it's, I don't know, man. This is culture. This is the part of the Americana that the world needs to know. This is the evil that we need to deliver. More that is of. true. That and is on true. that note, Mel, let's plug our shit. Yes. If you want a sense of community for whatever reason, you can join us on X. X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. I don't think he you ever get tired of that. I never do, and I never will. <laughs> the cocaine helps. Uh, but you can follow us at the deuce underscore podcast yes that's our handle you can look for updates of episodes you can look for eli spewing more propaganda and his fucking dumb shit opinions <laughs> you can look for mel also doing the same thing on the same channels on the same x handle. except sometimes with vaguely different opinions so people yeah. think that our account so, is schizophrenic and sometimes it'll be on is. the same post yes where i didn't realize she had posted so i'm gonna yes. post my own opinion and then it really confuses that people that is the true deuce quality yeah right that there. is the deuce that is yes. delivering evil to your front doors, bitches. Yes. We're like Amazon, except for we actually get the packages where they're supposed to go. <laughs> fuck Bezos. Uh, uh, we do have an announcement. Uh, uh, what the fuck was the... Uh, Kissinger. Henry Kissinger. We're going to celebrate his death tonight. <laughs> and if you, don't, dark. if you don't agree with that, then, you know, fuck you. You're probably a Nazi. Fuck you. You're probably on the trilateral <laughs> yes, commission. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Henry Kissinger is dead. May he burn in ever eternal hellfire. Uh, I don't know what Christians say. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is one of his protégés was Hillary Clinton. Yeah, all, all I know he, is that. That is what he bequeathed to the world. Yes, he bequeathed it. Yeah, so when you're in that <laughs> re-education camp, you can thank Henry or Kissinger. Or just the, the New York concentration camps. 
Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> yes. that's right. The quarantine uh, camp. Because there is not a single military vet out there that I think would cel- wouldn't celebrate Kissinger's death. But he died. Uh, there's a few other deaths, but I just want to throw that in there because I don't know why. Know, I, I I feel like it needed to be said. <laughs> uh, it's in preparation for Deuce After Dark. We yes. are still working on that. No, no, yes. no, no, we're on the cusp. We're on the All cusp. we need is just Eli to get done with the art and done with the intro, and we can have our, our and I've already show. been excited about it today, even though yes, we weren't doing an episode this weekend. No, but we we are doing one. Yes. It's, it's coming out. Do after I'm dark excited. is a thing. I know. I asked you guys for your opinion, and none of you told us it. <laughs> But, they are uh, too busy listening yes. to modern Bollywood <laughs> yes. to answer the fucking <laughs> survey. <laughs> Jesus they're, they're, Christ. Can I say rocking out to modern Bollywood, or is that in an inappropriate I combination? I, 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 I don't, don't know, know if you rock out to it. I don't know if it's like something you sit down and you silently bob your are head you, to it. Are you high while you're listening to this? Is that why is, it's is like the number three modern Bollywood like music? a love story between like Seven Eleven workers and like Cumberland Farms workers? <laughs> it's like the the forbidden love. <laughs> that a crossover series going yeah. on? I, I genuinely, I generally don't know what modern Bollywood is. <laughs> <laughs> I, at this point, I'm not sure I want to know. No, I don't no. know. Like, because to me, like classic Bo- uh, Bollywood is like Ong Bak and like all those like like movies where they're all just dancing. So this, but this is this. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you know those Bollywood movies where all they do is dance, oh, and it's great my dancing. God. But I, you don't understand what the fuck they're saying because they're speaking in Indian, and fucking the music is just hilarious. And you, you just know that like those are the people that got to eat that week because everyone else in India is fucking starving. <laughs> Oh or being raped. Oh my god! I, I just, <laughs> oh like, my does god. India have an issue with it's like one? It's like all nine men for every one chick. I don't. All I know is that India currently has a problem with feminism. Feminism is currently over yeah, there. Yeah, but they're supporting India. Israel. They have an issue with feminism and they're supporting Israel. Oh my god! I, I feel like India has just got a lot of bigger problems on going on in the world other than like, po- maybe like they need, geopolitics. Maybe they need I modern. Think, I think what they need it. to do is figure out how to like create clean drinking water and not rape. Everything women. goes from there. <laughs> You know, don't rape women, clean drinking water, get a job that doesn't involve you working on a phone. <laughs> okay. All right. India's got, or, or got as a, Can problems. you stop being recruiters in this country? Because I am so sick of getting your fucking emails with your fucking names with 15 like, syllables. No, you pronounce it on what, it. You like, leave a message on my phone. Are they giving their Indian names now? Absolutely. Because they used to give the whitest fucking names ever, like Sandra Clark. And it's like, you don't sound like a Sandra Clark. Oh my god! Or it's like a Bob Tennant. No, there was there the latest one that I got was like an English name, but I couldn't figure out the accent. And then I'm like, you know what? It sounds like no, it sounds like a fucking AI. Yeah, it might that just be freaks AI, me out no. more than the Indians. It, it might just be AI. And we're not hating on Indians. I'm just you know, I don't know. I'm hating making, on Indian recruiters you know, just who don't fun under of you guys. Right, anyway, anyway, <laughs> it's got literally nothing to do with the show or the outro. So if you want to follow us there, feel free and please spread spread the word about the yes, news. Tell your friends, yeah, tell, tell your, your relatives, friends, tell your family, tell your 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 coworkers. Your co-workers you say this is what I do at home. Yes. I listen to the news. We will. We appreciate listen all to the it on your lunch break. Tell your friends that we get from you guys. Yes. Every view counts. We're yes. we're getting up there. We're getting we're getting places man we are and we're almost at a thousand plays overall almost a thousand downloads a thousand downloads almost a thousand downloads right. is a pretty big deal for us it is although i think it was like what three thousand minutes of material this year a lot alone and it's and it's all because of you guys and we got yes. thousands this is year and two. thousands let's make year two more. better than year one hell yeah deuce two the <laughs> reducing it <laughs> 
let's get it. And we can't do it without you. That so is this true. is a call to action, yes, motherfuckers. Call to action. You want to be, you know, part of the motherfucking crew, and then be a motherfucker. Be a motherfucker and help a motherfucker out. <laughs> Yes, Spread the word for do. a motherfucker. And Mel promises that eventually this year she will get the website done. I don't know about, wait, wait, wait. This year? <laughs> whoa there. Whoa there. Because we were like almost done. And then like like Bluehost is like, fuck you. Go find a new host. Damn, and like, then yeah, lost everything. I transfer my fucking poetry website and all this other shit. Yeah, oh, my God. Fucking that lost was a fucking nightmare. Man. I uh, this shit. So, this, I set the website Thank back God. at least a few months. Oh, it absolutely did. <laughs> Jesus but Christ. we're still here. We're still strong despite corporate America trying to kill us. That's right. And Oprah Winfrey. And uh, as far as other episodes, you know, there's always going to be more Chris Chan and ATB. We got stuff coming we down the shovel. We got uh, Christmas coming in a couple of weeks. That's uh, right. And I know it's Christmas a little early. Christmas episode. Yeah, it might be a little early to start advertising for our Christmas special. No, it's not. But I mean, Christmas was done like the day after Halloween. So that's when they started doing Christmas. So that's why I'm going to start know, doing yeah. Christmas. No, Thanksgiving, yes. Thanksgiving Day at work, they're playing mm-hmm. fucking Christmas music. Fucking terrible, Holy isn't it? Shit. But then again, there isn't really any Thanksgiving music. What are you gonna do? Play Charlie Brown? Yeah, I would not be against that. I would yeah. rather hear that than fucking Jingle Bells yeah, for the honestly. next six weeks. But uh, you know, that's all I got. I think I only got one last one last thing left to say. Don't, don't fuck, fuck in, in the, the woods. woods, and don't throw paper hearts at women. They're not fish. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Those of us that deliver us some evil want to thank you for listening. All of our episodes are available at Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. For the latest news, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash deliverussomeevil or email us at deliverussomeevilpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, don't fucking agree. Hey, look at me! I'm sitting here sad and lonely without a fire but a desire